welcome to episode 65 of Game My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who are the weird animals stealing things from other animals with me tonight? Uh, Thavius, Stuart Hughes. My name is Nick. <laughs> That's all he's got. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good name. <laughs> stay alone, stay alive. It's Emmanuel again, a.k.a. Commander Lionheart. <laughs> we have two special guests this week. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. it's two. Two yeah, for a price right. of one, baby. And I forgot yeah. to mention that before we started. Like, hey, oh, oh, you'll have each... oh well. That's what happened. <laughs> well, start over. Gamma. Yeah, okay. I could. Not going to. Yeah. Could. <laughs> All right. And what I did last month, I want to start again this month. We're going to start where each month I'm going to try to recognize whatever state and country were the top downloaders for each month. First, we'll start with USA. The top was Oklahoma again with Go California weird. and Texas. So, hey, whoever's out listening to Oklahoma, we salute you. I don't know. It was all like a GTA 2 episode, and then it was an Alice episode before that. <laughs> Oklahomans yeah. love GTA 2. I guess. Oh, and then also for the world, besides the United States, it was Australia and United Kingdom. Really? In Australia, it was 103 downloads out of New South Wales. I have no idea what New South Wales is, but I can tell on the map it's in the bottom right, cor- the bottom right corner of Australia. I know somebody in Wales. They definitely have never listened to our podcast, but I know somebody in Wales. Yeah, somebody's listened to, to us in there. So, yeah. That's what we're going to do each month. All right. And uh, Stu, do you want to introduce what lovely game you picked out for us tonight? Sure. We are playing the 2002 Stealth Caper Platformer Sly Cooper and the Thievius Record. Yay. Man, has it already been 18 years? Yep. yep. Uh, wow. Yeah, in September, it'll be 18 years. <sighs> That's a long time. I just finally played this game for the first time this past week. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the fifth game, which I guess will just never come out. Uh uh, maybe by the time we cover me. all four on the show maybe maybe it's your fault maybe it's your fault for not playing these games maybe you're the <laughs> catalyst yeah these games are kind of weird because there was one in 2002 and then another in 2004 and then within a year of the 2004 one coming out they released a third one and then they had to then they waited until 2013 to do like a sequel that also had a cliffhanger and they were like yeah we'll get back to it eventually and four wasn't done by the same studio because yeah. the uh, original trilogy was made by Sucker Punch and the fourth one was made by Sansaru Games. Yeah. And then Sony was oh. like, hey, what if we just focus on Sonic really, really hard for a while? <laughs> and, yeah. and that's their best franchise. So it obviously worked out for them. Hey, I love Infamous. So I'm OK. They went because Infamous one and two. Well, I never played two, but one was amazing. Oh, yeah. Infamous one is I love the story and Cole McGrath is my boy. I still say that I want to cosplay as Cole Graph one day. That's kind of a joke, bald, right so you get the first part. Yep, that's, that's exactly that's why. Because it's easy. <laughs> that's kind of the joke when uh, Sly Cooper, not Sly Cooper, when um, PlayStation Move Heroes and PlayStation All-Stars came out, God. was um, Sly Cooper's like rivals, quote-unquote, were the uh, the guy from Infinite Cole and, and Nathan Drake. <laughs> Everyone was like, you're the ones who ruined our franchise. <laughs> took away our spotlight i i was like when you first picked this game i was excited but i'm kind of like eh, you know i mean i was able to emulate it so i'm like i don't really care because it can't be too bad but this is still part of that era when games were still hard like playstation yeah. 2 era right before they start okay we'll give you checkpoints a lot more often we'll help you we want you to finish the game they're like no 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 we're gonna fuck you over and you're still gonna beat our game like this was still during that time and i I own a cop. I own the PS3 copy of this game of the collection. I've never played it, but I own it. I own all of them, <laughs> like uh, the PS2 versions, the PS3 and all of them. I, I want a cane. I want the Sly Cooper cane. I had God, my I really ice. Want it so bad. 
I this I had my eyes set on an on an eBay one uh, for a couple of months. It, it it's it's disappeared by now, but I, <laughs> I still want one. I think I can probably I, make one. I gotta wait for my workshop to reopen, but uh, once it reopens, uh, that might be on my list of things to make. Of hey, you dumb can buy one things. for ninety dollars and sixteen cents. Buy it now from China, so you might never yeah. get it. But I'll buy one. Oh no, 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 nothing, <laughs> nothing. No. I'll throw it in the old, uh, throw it in the old uh, lathe and make a nice one out of like brass and wood. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's always Actually, those gaming items that like it would be cool to have on your wall. But also, yeah. you could probably take it out in public as like a geriatric and use it as a cane, and no one yeah. would notice. I just hope like somebody shoots me in the leg or something, and then I can be like, "Ah, I need this cane." So you're the asshole for making fun of me for using it. This came out during the same time when you had Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, and I never yep. got to the series. I played the first Jack and Daxter, never got very far. I didn't play Ratchet and Clank until way later when PS4 was already out on the PS3 a few years ago, and I didn't really care for it. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about Sly Cooper at first because I, I have no. In, I had no nostalgic for this series or nothing. And I, and I was starting to play the intro level when you're running around in Paris. And it, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of cool. Yeah, this is, uh, it yeah. came out in that era of like, what I consider, I think a lot of people consider like platform games suddenly getting very, very good. Like platformers were all around and then like 2000 hit and you had like Spyro Year of the Dragon and then like Jack and Daxter the next year and Spyro and a ton of Crash games. And all of a sudden like platformers were everywhere. And there's yeah. a reason the PlayStation 2 is like the best-selling console of all time. Yeah, I had this game as like one of my foundational games along with Jack and Dexter, Ratchet, and then Final Fantasy X. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those were the only games I played for maybe two years because I didn't know any better. And you played ten for two years is fine. Yeah, and then <laughs> when Sly, Sly Cooper 2 came out and it was very different and mm. I was just way mm. too dumb for it. I just <laughs> kept playing slide one again is like oh i can do this i jump on it hit the button and i'm safe Whew, that's easy i think this might have been like the first game i can remember like uh getting a hundred percent run on so i like as soon as i realized that like oh i can go get the i can go get like the little notes i can open the vaults i can oh god i gotta go do everything i gotta spend hours looking for every single bottle <laughs> just I, went through all those little bottles and all the vaults and all the all the coins by the time yeah. i ended every level i had like 15 lives and <laughs> yeah i was really surprised uh going into this game way after the fact and i don't care about collectibles i've never cared about trophies but looking I, at you wounded of, someone in, i i am i am offended right now <laughs> <laughs> i wish Sorry, i had time going, to Nick. care about i wish i had time to care about trophies because that would be amazing i would just love to play games all the time mm -hmm. but going through this is i felt compelled because i saw the end of the collectibles it was just the bottles and the time trials it's like oh i can easily do that that's like an extra hour or two and then it was an entire weekend of like oh these time trials are kicking my ass well, how am i so bad at this game but <laughs> yeah, time See, trials is like... the one thing that i'm not fond of in not just this game and in, in any other game i'm not particularly good at just speed running i'm more of an explorer i love exploring just going here finding this doing that all the things but not not don't put me any time trials that's not my forte it sounds like resident evil 4 <laughs> is your type of game then <sighs> oh, oh no there's Maybe. definitely there's definitely timing <laughs> sections in resident evil 4 oh god no. you'll start carrying um, ashley off the screen you're like jesus oh, christ shit. That's that's one of the reasons I don't want to play a Resident Evil 4 too. I've heard so much about that infamous Ashley. I it's I don't like bad. S I don't like escort 
missions or anything and half of that game is apparently that so i don't know <laughs> um but let's let's not deviate to resident evil please um my track record with sly cooper is something interesting because i never played this as a kid i played the second one when i was in middle school it wasn't until i got a ps3 that i actually got the sly collection and that's how i played this game for the first time which is like nine, nine, almost ten years ago, or something like that. Assume that it would just continue. <laughs> well, it happened. Uh, it happened when we did the Beast of Burden episode recently. Like we haven't put out yet because that's a ton of editing. Because the recording, like Mike got dropped once, and the recording kept going, and I think I stopped it. <laughs> and then you got dropped again, and the recording was fine, <laughs> but we restarted anyway. <laughs> oh, <sighs> that's great. Okay, All we're right. recording. I've, I've told you guys, change to Discord, baby. The future is now, old man. <laughs> I'm happening. This wasn't Skype. This was just my internet. So, all right. Oh, yeah. And right. we're back. <laughs> so, question. Are you going to acknowledge what just happened or no? Just going to yeah. roll? Okay. So I, I'll put another disclaimer in the beginning. <laughs> no, this ain't as bad. We'll just say we had technical difficulties. So if something seems very off about the RE4 speedrunning and where we're at now, because <laughs> well, we, my internet died while recording. Say hard cut to now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> definitely nothing <laughs> weird happened with the podcast just now. We definitely didn't lose recording for no reason whatsoever. Absolutely anyway. not. Nothing else. So now that we're done so, talking about RE4. Yes. As um, I definitely I, didn't mention a second ago. Literally I definitely two ago. <laughs> mentioned not to talk about Resident Evil. I was talking about if you people didn't interrupt me so rudely with your <laughs> internets uh, about my experience with the Sly Cooper franchise. Um, <laughs> uh, like back I said, up. yeah, back, back it up, back it up. Um, like I was saying, my first encounter with Sly Cooper was actually Sly 2 and not 1. I had, uh, like, one of the first games that I got for my PS3 was the Sly Collection, and that's how I eventually got to play this game, the, the Sly Cooper and the Tevious Raccoonus. Um, because as um, during middle school, which was basically when these games came out, mm -hmm. I only got two. And I never got in uh, any of the other ones. It's basically the same thing that happened with me with Ratchet and Clank. I only played the second one, and it wasn't until the PS3 that I got around to playing the other ones. The um, the only one of these like uh, trilogy of games that I actually did play as a kid was the Jack and Daxter one. Uh, I I played those like one, two, and three. The Ratchet and Clank is like Cooper. I only played two. And then went back to one, and then finally played uh, the third game and the rest of the games. <laughs> I always got annoyed at my friends who were like, Rash and Clank's the best game ever, because I, I, I always viewed Rash and Clank as like being, it's good, I really like Rash and Clank, but I always just loved Jack and Daxter and Sly Cooper more, because they had more of like a, uh, what I thought was like a really cool story that progressed to other games. Like, Ratchet and Clank has a story, but I never thought it mattered that much to those games. Uh Whereas, like, Sly has a recurring story that continues throughout every, every game. Jack and Dexter is, like, a constantly changing story that is, like, linear. I think that overall, I like the Ratchet and Clank series as a whole more mm. than than both uh, Sly and uh, Jack and Dexter. The, the first three games of Ratchet and Clank, they, their story isn't that great. It's mm. when you get to the future series, and that's why I say as a whole. Oh, yeah. Um, Sly Cooper would probably be my second favorite of the of those three. Uh, I like the story and the characters there. Jack and Daxter is a third for me because I just I love Jack <laughs> one, but I don't 
I hate Jack 2 and I <laughs> oh. like Jack 3. I love Jack, Jack 2 and I'm afraid to put it on the show because it's so hard. No, it's, Jack 2 is probably one of my Jack 2 is probably <laughs> one of my most hated like PS2 games ever. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, I, just, if, uh, I don't know if the save states would help you in Jack Two, Mike, because it's not like it's not the problem. The problem isn't like the saves, because all the checkpoints in that game are pretty good. It's more just no the absurd no, difficulty sir. of it. <laughs> I There's, disagree. Those I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the dock section where you just have to get from the ends of the dock back into the city. And there are almost all of them. Well, not almost all of the missions, but a <laughs> lot of the hard missions. All of them, the checkpoints are just whack. Just not not good. Some of them are just like, okay, you have to like fight all these guards that can kill you in one hit, and it's like, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> At least I have a cool hoverboard. <laughs> okay, we'll talk. I'll, I'll play it. If you put it on the show, I'll play it. I'm, okay, I'm all for it. No, but you gotta play Jack One first. Come on, baby. Come. But anyway, on, baby. The story all right. Of what we're here for? <laughs> if we should describe. Okay, so Sly Cooper is set in a world where everyone's an animal. Yes, this is one thing. It's kind of, I mean, you know, like a lot of, a lot of cartoons do. Sly is a raccoon, and you have his two buddies that are with him: a turtle. Oh yeah, I, which one's a turtle? There's a turtle and a, and a hippo. A Bentley's Bentley. the turtle. Uh, Murray's the hippo. Murray's the hippo. Oh, he's a hippo. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. I had that question too. I thought wait I thought he was like a wait, pink dog wait, for the longest time. Wait a minute, Nick. What did you think that Murray was? It was either a naked mole rat or it was a pig. <laughs> Oh, really? I, I always thought Murray was like a big I dog. He's a <laughs> hippo. I can't. Hippos are gray. What hippo yeah. is bright pink? Uh, he's a it was in what the... raccoons are stealing jewels and stealing pages from a book? See, my excuse them. is that I was nine, and like in the second game, they say, like, Murray the hippo. I'm like, oh, he's a hippo. Okay. Yeah. I always I thought, thought he was so a dog. That's... I guess that that's why I always knew that he was a hippo, because in the se... I played the second game first. That makes mm. sense then. I don't think they I'm not sure if they say the word hippo in the first game, but I love that little like you get a nice little character background of everybody after the prologue mission, which prologue mission is also, I think, really fun where you have to break into Interpol and steal your own police file back. It's good. It's a good uh, intro. Yeah, I like the little background it gives of uh, Sly and Bentley and Murray were all orphaned and they like became friends in the orphanage and they started. Like they they refer to it in the later games as like the great cookie jar heist was their first big heist, <laughs> and like that's how they became friends because they all want they all want to get into that cookie jar. It's just also really nice to know uh, that a story about orphans they their main career goal is a life of crime because it's yeah. just so so real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they but they are uh well for the most part they are basically the Robin Hoods like. It's yeah. mostly stealing from the rich. Uh, or stealing from other criminals, mainly. Exactly, or other criminals. Yeah. It's it's kind of that. Also, uh, I just Googled, and pig hippos do exist in real life. Oh, really? They are very rare, but they do exist. Oh, wow. <laughs> in one like like Science! <laughs> I love all those characters, though. Just, they're, like, they're, they're all very specific. Like, you have um, uh, Sly Cooper, who's kind of, like, a mix of, like, Lupin and... I always got some like George Clooney, like Ocean's Eleven vibes, even though I think Ocean's Eleven came out way later. I always had a mask yeah. of Zorro type of vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's definitely got some Zorro in there. Uh, actually, yeah, Ocean's Eleven came out later. Uh, it came out like a little bit beforehand. So it came out like about a year ahead of time. Not even. That makes sense then. Yeah. Interesting. He's got, in my mind, he's got like the George Clooney smirk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and this game has beautiful, like, I really like the art cutscene that they do, mm -hmm. like, like, kind of like a cartoon in a way that, oh, yeah, kind of broker, yeah. that feel like a hand drawn cartoon. I mean, they were really cool. Like, I, 
or maybe comic book is more what I should say than cartoon, but they were cool. Um, no, they definitely like, wanted I, to go for like a very cartoony look because I watched some of the behind. I, I saw some like behind the scenes stuff for this game. Um, and they were like originally it was gonna be like uh like more realistic to the animals, like Sly Cooper was supposed to be kind of like short and fat, like a little raccoon. <laughs> and they were like, but we wanted to take it a little bit different, so they made it more cartoony. They put some cell. Sh- originally, it didn't have cell shading at all. They threw oh. some cell shading on there. They like brightened up all the colors and made it a little bit more like fun and goofy. I think that's why. I liked it so much because it's like they I kept have, that throughout the series. I have always said and defended the use of cell shading in games. Like, oh, it's, uh, it's, that, that just makes the games not a uh, like age well. Like, if you look at an Okami, still, it still looks like oh, yeah, a, a goddamn work of art. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I just I prefer the cell shading in, in, in games than the more realistic uh, that will eventually like get old and, and you're gonna be like, oh, this looks this, this don't look good. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, cell shading holds up, but other other games that weren't that same art style, depending on what year you're looking at. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like early PS1. How, if if you look at it holds up, considering when it came out, everyone was like, this is stupid, like, this just makes it look like a dumb cartoon. Like, I remember when Wind Waker came out, people were Wind pissed. Waker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were yeah, so that's because of that demo. Up. That's a lot to do with the space demo that we never got that looked super cool. That was a big tease and letdown. <laughs> so people were so angry, and now it's I, like I, I, I would agree. And a bunch of other people's favorite uh, Zelda games because it's just so different stylistically. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably the best uh, apart from Breath of the Wild, which is the newest one. But it's probably one of the best looking Zelda games. Uh, Let alone, yeah, probably. I think so. uh, it's uh, definitely game, game still. Even Twilight yeah. Princess looks kind of like. Hands down. Like to the past, too. Looks, yeah. Even like Twilight Princess. When I mean, that game came out, it looked fucking beautiful. Now, going back to it, it's like, it's kind of like dirty. Like, it doesn't look quite Yes, right. yes. It's, it's a problem with that era, with Wii, PS3, and 360. Everything, when you go back yeah. now, it, it just looks like like your vision is distorted or something. It looks muddled, and I don't know. It, it's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I always had the idea that this... the era of good platformers on PlayStation to really invoke a sense of like childhood Saturday cartoons. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yep. Visuals. And then those same kids that played those grew up and needed the gritty brown military shooters. <laughs> oh, and so God. everything just transitioned into that. Like you yeah. did that with Zelda <laughs> became a military shooter. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and now now, going I, now I want to like see cartoony. Link with a goddamn machine gun. Uh, what I wanted to say before <laughs> the internet the really like, interrupted me. <laughs> I was going to comment on we stuff again. <laughs> we had brought up like the collectible. Like this game has a lot of collectibles. I mean, I just ran through. Like at first, I was trying to collect all the bottles. They have bottles in every level that will lead to a safe you could open that gives you something. I never saw, but oh, okay. I just I I didn't care. In the game, you don't have to care. Like the game's like if you don't want to do it, that's fine. You can just rush through the level, finish it, and it's okay. And yeah, I, and I thought that was really fun. And a lot but, like uh, like Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank, like Ratchet and Clank particularly, it has the power-ups, but they're all just there to make things a little easier. You don't need them to be the game. Um, exactly. I want to say one of them is like, uh, a couple of them are like some extra attacks. Uh, the best one is obviously uh, coin magnetism. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, would be my, good, fa- I my favorite ones that I found during my, play- my recent playthrough were the ones who... Whenever I got into a pitfall or into water, it didn't hurt you. So you didn't lose uh, a yeah, horseshoe, uh, which, by the way, that's how if you get hit once <laughs> without a horseshoe, you die. You lose a life. Yeah. Horseshoes are basically like your uh, what what would be a, a proper like 
a full uh, heart Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah the mask from Crash Bandicoot, essentially. Yeah, an Aquaka yeah. mask, basically from yeah, Crash Bandicoot. That's what. Yeah, Aquaka. Yeah, I always say Ooga Booga mask because whenever Ooga they Booga. disappear, they go Ooga Booga. <laughs> Ooga Booga. I never knew what they were called. Aquaka mask. Aquaka. We keep calling yeah, Ooga Booga mask. You get uh, if you find a horseshoe or get. Uh, 100 coins, you get a horseshoe. Mm -hmm. If you get another horseshoe on top of that one, the horseshoe becomes golden and you can take two hits uh, before uh, being like bare naked basically and and getting another hit and kills you. If you collect 100 coins, once you have both horseshoes, like the golden horseshoe, you then get an extra life. I had a lot of lives. (laughs) I did not have a lot of lives. That's always one of my favorite things of these, like this era of platformers too, which... A lot of like some games still do it, but I feel like it's uh, kind of missing now. Just the fun little power ups that you could get. Like, I mean, Sly 2 had the best power up of all time, which only the best games had, which was the uh, the slidey boots where you could <laughs> you uh. could like go around a little bit faster. Like uh, the, uh, the like roller skates in Mega Man Legends <laughs> or, <laughs> or the hoverboard in Jack 2. where You're like, hell yeah. yeah, I am slightly quicker now. This is the best game ever. Yeah, <laughs> Slycuber 1 had the ability to slow down time and then speed up yep. time. Yeah, and that all, was awesome. It was the only power up I used. You had to get open the vault, Mike. I was like, That's... I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it could slow down time. And so I used the I used the shit out of that because I thought it was so cool to like slow down time right before i hit an enemy and make it look like an awesome action movie <laughs> well that's think... because your dad's favorite game of max Payne 2 that you guys never own that's so true that maybe, yeah i mean i was just channeling max Payne. <laughs> my hidden memories of max Payne. <laughs> i did that I so that I, it probably took me like an extra like two hours as a kid to beat this game because i was just slowing down time so much it's like it's the coolest <laughs> it's pretty cool like- when you you get to like you can spin around on like a type of a like a like a spire and you just jump and you slow down time and you just oh, like turn yeah. around very slowly it's like oh that's nice yeah cool. like some kind of like secret super spy it's awesome i like that all the power-ups too have everything is based in like the game's reality of like all the vaults uh you open have pages of the thievius raccoonus which to explain the story real quick there's the book there's like a famous book called the thievius raccoonus which has been passed down through the cooper family and before the game starts like sly cooper gets orphaned because uh the fiendish five like the the biggest, baddest criminals come and kill his parents and take the Thievius Raccoonus for themselves because they want to have like the all the knowledge of all the master thieves throughout history. And so you're trying to get the, the pages back and take down the Fiendish Five as a revenge. Uh, well, actually, Clockwork says at the end that his real motive was to prove because yeah. Clockwork uh, has had a uh, historic past with the Cooper clan. They yeah. have always it's it's basically the the Joker to the bat to Batman. They they are <laughs> well, destined I, to fight each other always. I love so that you don't know that until the end though. Like oh, yeah. You, yeah, they, they don't show you. You get great yeah. little hints. Every time you find a vault, uh every time you find another page of the Thievius Raccoonus, you always see like a shadow in the background that's like vaguely owl shaped. And it's just like hinting at Clockwork has like always been there trying to take down your family. I didn't catch that until the story <laughs> points it out near the end. It didn't it didn't dawn on me. But I cool definitely didn't saw the first time I played. Uh, just but... speaking about the Thievius Raccoonus, like Sly Cooper's heritage is the most diverse thing in the entire world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He has, he has families from everywhere. 
Yeah, from Jet, like, Egypt Japanese to Cooper, Europe, Japanese. <laughs> like all of them was like, well, I was born in this country, can't have a baby here. Time to go to Dut to like yeah. Spain, like make a baby and just keep carrying this tradition. It's like <laughs> never settle down. I've stolen yeah. everything I can steal. It's time to move on. <laughs> I like how like, but I, I love all the little names too. Everyone has. Everyone has their special little name. Like there's um Ryoichi the, Cooper. Ryoichi uh, Cooper. There's like Rob Mick Cooper, who's like a an old miner. Uh, <laughs> the guy who uh, speeds up gameplay is BF Cooper, which is a, a reference to DB Cooper, which Sly got his name from. I forget what the name of the uh, Wild West one was. Something Kid Cooper. Oh, uh, Kid Cooper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tennessee Kid Cooper. <laughs> Tennessee Kid Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. You actually which... in the fourth game, you go back and like meet all your uh, couple yep. of those. Yeah, a couple of them. Uh, that's I. I just don't. Okay, I I need to ask both of you. I guess that you two have played Sly Four. What are your thoughts on that game, please? I liked it a lot. It's not my favorite of the series, but I liked yeah. it a lot. How about you, Nick? I I have all of them. I played one about twenty <laughs> times. I got, got about thirty minutes into two. Wasn't able to do it as a kid. Never touched it. So yeah. this has you, reawakened my sense of discoveries. Like I need to play all the Slycuber games because I think you, I'm at a you point really now. Where I'm it. You really should. I am of the mindset that the first game is the lowest bar in the series. Oh, absolutely. So I'm I'm so yeah. So high bar then. I, yeah. I love the first game, but yeah, the they only get better from there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, except four. Four is probably my uh, goes after one. Then it's three, and then it's two for me. Yeah, like really. I, I would say uh, yeah, two, two is one, number four. one. I usually do one, four, two, three because I think two had my favorite villains, but three had like the most diversity in powers. Maybe it's just my nostalgia for for two, since that was the first one that I played and the one that I uh, probably played more of uh, during my <laughs> lifetime. But uh, I don't know. I, I found I found that one like really really special for me. But four, I just. I get it. Okay, the story, they did some things with it and Ooh. some characters, but I still enjoyed playing the hell out of that game, out of 4, and meeting the the ancestors and all that was oh, yeah. really cool for me. So I every time that people say, oh, Sly 4 is garbage, okay, maybe the story and the characters, maybe they deviated a little, but still playing the game was enjoyable. Oh yeah, they so still I, have like I, all the fun power-ups, all the, all, the, like, all the traditional Sly Cooper stuff is there. Yeah. So, so I have a question because I'm going to start playing the other Sly Cooper games, but probably for the wrong reason. Okay. <laughs> all I really care about now is seeing what happens with Carmelita Fox. Oh. <laughs> oh. I won't spoil anything then. No spoilers get... here. My only spoiler yeah. is watch out for her voice acting in every oh. game. Yeah, oh, I love it. It it's tends to terrible. change quite a bit. No, no, no. It's not that. It's that <laughs> there. there is this ongoing like thing that every single game Carmelita has a different voice actress and a different accent for it yeah. each game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the first game she's like Hispanic, like like kind of like Latin American. In the second game she's like French or something, right? Yeah. My favorite is is actually two. Uh and two she's either it's either two where she's French or three where she's French. And one of them she has like almost like a Cajun like slight slight Cajun accent. It's like it keeps changing and you're like, where are you from? Oh yeah. man, because oh, I'm so oh. in love with like her like Hispanicness. And it's like uh, this is well, great. Yeah, the, uh, the first game she was based on Selma Hayek actually, which yeah, I mean definitely yeah. comes through. I mean, that yeah, you definitely can tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that it's very important for us to say who Carmelita Fox is yes. right now because 
we are just we just went straight to it and didn't introduce her. Uh, she's an inspector who is after Sly Cooper and the gang. Like she yeah. is constantly on their tail, uh, the ring tail. They, uh, <laughs> they gave her a giant gun. Yes, yeah, her shock bazooka. Yeah, it's annoying. She is the, um, if anyone watches Lupin the Third, she is the Inspector Zenigata of the series. She she is always after that Lupin. She she, she just can't get him, but she's in love with him secretly. It, I think okay. I think that yeah, that Sly Cooper was just them t- them saying, why don't we make a Lupin game? Yeah, why don't we make them animals instead? Yeah, it's I love that because I've I like. I I really like Lupin a lot. Like it's just such a fun series, and like I think I I think I like it so much because it reminds me of Sly Cooper, and I realize that's only because Sly Cooper is basically a remake of Lupin. <laughs> and these games just want to have fun. And yeah, like, we're dealing with these like heavy topics of stealing from wealth classes and different criminals, but it's so brightly colored, and I just want to have fun and spin around and like yeah. hit people with a cane. It's the just... worlds are so interesting <laughs> and unique. Like uh, there's. So the Fiendish Five, there you have to. Uh, the game is broken up into like to technically six, but really like five sections besides the prologue, where you go to each Fiendish Five's like main layer, and you got to take back the Thievish Raccoonus page from them, and they're all very distinct. And I love. The first one is Raleigh, who, fun fact, is voiced by the same guy who voices uh, Sergeant Johnson in Halo. Oh, wow. <laughs> doesn't come across <laughs> at all. He's a very talented voice actor. But it's a tide of terror. and He's got like a storm machine and it's like all these like it's almost like steampunk, like machinery everywhere. You have to go through like the bowels of this this giant blimp and take him out. I love it. And it you're feels all... a lot like a Bond villain. I want to yeah. say Oh, yeah. This one does more than the other. I mean, this is Sir Raleigh. He's a big frog. Like, it's yeah. It's a, it's a good set of levels. Like, it's a very good introduction to the game. None of the levels are all that challenging. I don't. I think this they skipped having any bullshit levels, too, in the first part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are bullshit right up yeah, with, games. Like, um, the prologue is just like, like, okay, here's how you play the game, and it just throws you right into, like, the hub world. And it's like, all right, like, now you got to take out Raleigh. I love the the transitions are maybe my favorite thing in the whole series where you transition from level to level. Oh, yeah. The little it's like, very good. Like yeah, each, each one is broken into a hub world. Are you talking about like and, and you go and as you running around this base of their operations, you'll see these green lights and doorways that lead to each area. We got to get key. Yeah, it's very and like it's, uh, Crash Bandicoot, very, like Jack very, One. Very it's very well broken up. Very spiral as well. Very spiral. Yeah. But it feels that. like it fits. It never yeah. felt stupid. It didn't feel very. I mean, it's gamey. Yes, but it felt <laughs> like it's this made sense. Like, OK, the yeah, key like in order to get are locked up. OK, sure. I'll buy that. You're a thief. OK, it was, but they were fun. Like, I enjoyed going to each section and doing them. And they also like to break up the game with different sets. Like each world has two areas. One where you get so many keys, you get to a second part and you need more keys mm-hmm. to unlock to get to the boss and they do a good job of that yeah that's yeah. only expanded on in the later games too where okay like, the hub world in the second game like well, the first hub world in the second game is like a giant map of paris <laughs> yeah. yeah i really Good. like the structure of this game seeing as most of the games i play now are like either like big open world games or like long rpgs having a segmented world map where like oh there's only four <laughs> things to do in this small map and I can do two of them in the next 30 minutes and I can gauge my time how long it's going to take me to do things. Yeah. It just felt I could like, oh, I'm going to go play Sly Cooper for an hour and get a whole bunch of stuff done mm-hmm. and have like a really big change. Whereas yeah. like playing open world games, like I spent an hour doing two things and not really <laughs> has changed in the entire world. In yeah, my mind, like... it's like the perfect balance between open world and linear of just 
like i've got a hub i can play around i can have fun and then i can go to the mission and that's a very linear mission it's, it's like that's why i love jack the jack series so much where jack one is like all right i've got this big open island to run across but when i get to the mission that's like a single straight shot i know exactly where i gotta go but i can go play around in the hub world again <laughs> And they also yeah. do a good job in this game of having the, the enemies that you fight. They're all kind of simple, but they all fit the aesthetic. Like in the first one, yeah. the first area mm-hmm. takes place in the Welsh Isle, and they're all kind of piratey looking. I mean, mm-hmm. they have wrenches. They're trying to it. It fits because that's kind of what Raleigh is. He's a giant frog with a top hat. He looks like a freaking pirate. Yeah, I love uh, everyone gets their little background, too. So, yeah, yeah. like Raleigh really is cool that like he he was like the son of like an aristocrat or something and he he like he grew like tired of his luxurious life and he tired like i think i love how it says like he tried his hand at piracy which he like really enjoyed or he found it to be his calling and it just immediately he goes like full pirate and they do a lot of water like i i want to say each area in this game has something different that they will kill you if you fall you know this first yeah. one it's water i think second one is just second lots of one open is, spaces uh, yeah, second one yeah. pits bottomless yeah. pits because the second one's the makes a city the um i love the, the titles for all these the first one's tide of terror which takes place <laughs> in the ocean the second one's sunset snake eyes which takes place in like like mesa it's city, all written down is, it's meant to be like reno uh it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah vicious voodoo, city, which takes place in the bayou it takes place in haiti <laughs> yeah that's like in haiti yeah fire in the sky which is like um up in like like the western china western china like i wrote like it all down Tibet. in the outline i sent you <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I've got the I've just, I've just got the wiki open. I'm looking at the names of the areas. Uh, it's cool how then, it does yeah, that. The volcano at the end. Yeah, all games should end in volcanoes. But I mean, just a couple of things I want to say about Ray, Riley, whatever the hell's name is. Like, it's a fun set of levels, and the boss fight is amusing. Like, this game has some decent oh, yeah. boss fights. Fuck you, Miss Ruby. But otherwise, they're decent <laughs> boss fights. And the, the frog one was like, we'll get to there. But I like the frog one. Like, I didn't have a problem. It's simple. He jumps on you, or jump. You got to dodge him and smack him he eats flies like it was it was cool like i didn't have a problem with it and i i was really like i didn't know what to think about coming into this game because i had beaten this first level all in like the first two levels in one day even before we recorded zombies ate my neighbors i just couldn't put down (laughs) sly cooper i was having that much fun and that's not normal for me i think it's it's like the perfect escalation fight where like uh you know immediately what he's gonna do he eats a fly he eats a fly and he becomes big and he starts like hopping mm-hmm. on the he starts hopping on the platforms and like you hit him once he goes back up he eats another fly and he starts and like a bunch of the platforms drop down and you have to stay on one this time and he goes back up and he drops back down and now every platform he jumps on disappears so you have to keep moving it's like the, it's a great escalation of i've got to keep like i've got to keep moving around i got to keep doing something a little different and all the boss fights are set up that way of we're going to add a, like one more layer of difficulty, just one tiny more layer of difficulty. This it's next just section. that era, except for Miss Ruby, except for Miss Ruby, who mm-hmm. is uh, in all all the Sly games well, have the rhythm section. And this is the rhythm section. <laughs> we'll talk about that when the yeah, we're, on, we're getting there. Mugshot. Mugshot was I, I got pissed off this game. I love Mugshot. Well, not I the love fight. <laughs> I racing. I like the, the character of Mugshot, but made me want to quit this game. This game really? has two racing mini games in it, and I'm not a big <laughs> racer. Begin with all oh, these mini games were were just horrible. Uh, <laughs> I, the, I the racing is not. <laughs> I feel there's something built into the game where the very first time you do a racing, it's it's hard. It's intentionally supposed to get hard, and every time you retry it, it lowers the difficulty a little bit. I've so, I mean, always had that suspicion. So I'm oh, glad it does that. that? 
Yeah, I, I think so I think because the second the second race was easier for me as well. Mm. I thought I was that first better. one is just mm. I can't say for sure, it, but I've I've always had that suspicion that it like it secretly gets easier. Yeah, the yeah. first car that's supposed to be in first place just immediately shoots off and does everything perfectly. That mm. it's like there's no way the first time you're ever playing it you could beat it. Oh, yeah. It requires you to um, try it again, but I think that's a testament to the difficulty of the entire game. It doesn't constantly tell you, hey, this is what you should be doing. It yeah. just kind of lets you go and lets you make mistakes and work it out, especially in the boss fights with like the Sir Raleigh. It was actually really cool to see how that boss fight evolved. And like I was learning through myself. It wasn't telling me, hey, every time he lands there, it, the platform is going to disappear. It just showed you it. Mm-hmm. And it never punishes you too badly for it either. Like if you if you like really mess up and die, then it's like, OK, just start the fight over again. Like, it's OK. Yeah. It's except mug shots. I had no idea you had to hit those crystals. I was oh, just yeah. All over the place. <laughs> I, I was like, when's this guy going to let me attack him? I had an idea once that I had to work those crystals. I just could not hit those crystals because he kept shooting me and it kept hitting me. <laughs> And I yeah, was you gotta so do a lot of moving around in that fight. I God. love Mugshot's whole level, though. It's so like it's so skeezy and perfect. Like Mugshot is uh, his background too is great. Of um, he's like a weak little. He was a weak little dog. Like he was the runt of the litter, and he went to go see the dog father. <laughs> and he fell in love with. He's like, yeah. um, he's like the Goodfellas kid. Like he he's like ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> yeah, so he works out. He gets strong. He beats up all the other kids and he starts like a criminal casino empire and i like that we have uh, skipping leg day as a joke already 18 years ago it's like he just walks on his arms oh yeah it's hilarious every single boss has like so much character to them his little uh his minions are my absolute favorite he has those like little rottweiler or not little they're like the big rottweiler minions that have the um the tommy guns and just the way they like I don't know how to describe it. Like the way they bounce around to the music is so like it, it looks like an old gangster animation. It's just something about it is so fun and like cartoony. It fits well. Like every each world really <laughs> like fits a, really good. They're like right out of like a Dick Tracy cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it works like it was very amusing that you have you have enemies in there that they're all most of them are dogs. You have the ones that are like chained up that will rush at you. Mm, you have the yeah. ones with the the ball uh, chain chain and ball ball and chain whatever the hell i want to say i mean yeah and that's like very unique yeah, it was fun like i i didn't mind his world they even have one of the mini games they give you here which i didn't mind is where you have to, like murray is running and you have to mm-hmm. army a can and you have to shoot enemies that uh, they pop out in order to protect murray they do this a, a few times they weren't bad they I, remember, level. I remember not liking those but uh they weren't that bad this time around i guess like were, because it, it I, was a nice variety. I, I remember that I think that when I, what I used to do all those years back was just kept shooting and hitting Murray. Uh, oh. oh yeah, <laughs> and that hurts him because there is friendly fire in that in that section. So that's why I almost always lost in those mini games, and that's why I remember not liking them. But this time I not I didn't hit him, so it went well. I was surprised. Um, going back, I I had forgotten. But you don't play as Sly Cooper. There were there's um because that, like that's when you get to the second level when you get to uh, Sunset Snake Eyes. You there's the, all the racing sections you're playing as Murray in the van, and then yeah. oh no, you do that in this first game because in the second, ah, Stuart, Stuart, everything broke up. Oh no, no, <laughs> God damn you, Corona. Yeah, I'm oh, playing boy. Corona. Stuart, uh, can you hear us? 
there's so much creativity and character in each of the stages and uh, the fact that they allow everybody to take part like bentley and murray aren't just on the sidelines the entire game they actually have important parts to the story and gameplay that's always felt super cool if you like that you're gonna love slide two and beyond yep yeah we can hear you Yes. Okay, my internet New went out. Awesome. Is? New phone. But the call is still being stop. recorded. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Nick. If, <laughs> if you like that aspect, uh, to you're gonna love uh, the rest of the games because you actually play as Bentley and Murray. Like, uh, uh, they have you don't even really more specific it. jobs. Uh, jobs. Um, what I one of the best things about two that i that i uh that i love is that they like plan this whole thing in each level like okay i'm gonna do this you're gonna do that you know you're gonna do that and that's the plan guys and we're gonna retrieve this this and that and so <laughs> if you love right now um the whole bentley and murray thing you're gonna love it even more in the in the other games um that's, that's cool. i'm the excited games have felt like very yeah it's um it has like a very like oceans vibe to it in yes. the second and third games where it's like everybody has a plan. Everybody has an exact they like they don't tell you ahead of time, but they, they'll, they'll, they'll like they'll set up the mission and they'll say like, all right, we need this. We need this part from over here so that we can get to this thing over here. Everyone has their job and you're just doing everyone's jobs like exactly as they're supposed to be formed. And of course, like a little wrench in the system always shows up. But mm-hmm. I, I love that setup so much. I'm super excited to play this just on a conceptual level that the characters you're playing as are kind of like the smartest people in the room like they are master thieves and then compared to a lot of other games where you're kind of building yourself up from the bottom and getting to this like becoming the best that you can be you're already there you're just dealing with like little wrenches in the system that mess you up and Mm -hmm. but you still feel like you like some some things do that and have the problem of like okay why is this character the master thief but you never feel like the characters there don't deserve to be there like okay bitley's a genius so obviously he deserves to be there and they like they go through so many times like oh murray's like like he's not great on the action but he has heart and like he he just like he wants to he's the wheel man he knows how to drive he knows what he's doing murray <laughs> he might not be like so the most much. courageous but oh god murray's yeah his murray, character improvements throughout the series yeah he improves so much once you start uh slide two it's just it's great <laughs> i feel um, like that's gonna be on the show for sure at this rate oh man oh, it if, it, if it is going to be on the show i hope that it's <laughs> that it's us again <laughs> I, uh, because I, I, I am kind of gosh about that one. I started playing Sly Cooper, uh, get, uh, yesterday because i was like i was like oh, i might as well just play through it and then this morning i started playing slide two because i was like i can't stop i can't stop <laughs> <laughs> I all right um, i do want to say one more thing about mugshot before we move on to miss ruby uh the mugshot fight we were talking about with the mirrors that was the one fight where i actually had to watch a video because i could not figure out what the hell to do even with safe states i was getting my uh, ass handed to me was, in the third was, part I was doing, oh, you can't. I was doing a live stream so i couldn't watch any oh. videos so it was just me trying to figure out what the hell am i supposed to do with you man the mugshots boss fight was i had to think of like as a kid i had no problem with that like why am i having so much problem with this as an adult i should be better than i was as a kid but i don't ever remember doing that. <laughs> it's interesting how that how often that happens right like it we, comes up we, we're always wondering so much yeah how did we do this shit as kids if we now had time it comes up with the podcast so much my theory is that it, when it comes to video games we all peaked when we were eight and it's just it's downhill from well, there it's that you have time when you're a kid and you also don't have very many video games so you keep trying where you're an adult 
adult they're like i got one hour to do this before i gotta do, go to bed like all right it's not it's much different and you have money to buy games yeah i yeah. guess that I makes- it's also you just uh you just don't remember like not being able to figure it out as well like you probably I, could I have spent 50 it. hours on the game but you only remember like the 10 hours that you did well oh yeah you brought up maybe memory I want to mention real fast that like I remember as a kid when I was playing Donkey Kong Country and I just got my ass handed to me in the barrel bridge, something where you got it in the you know, up in the trees, the Ewok level where you're shooting through barrels. And I remember sitting outside be like, I don't understand why I can't do this. And I and it took weeks to finally beat that level. It was that same idea. Like <laughs> you just had that time. Like you didn't have so many games so you wouldn't make it happen. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, but I will agree. We did peak maybe. at age. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah, we all maybe. peaked at age. I don't know. Maybe it's just that the the looming shadow of life just getting gets onto us and just you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally believe that. I was six foot three at eight years old, and I've only been getting shorter ever since. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> It's like a uh, Benjamin Button with height. Oh, yeah. And I was just able to play those games really, really well. And now, oh, man, I the one thing that I do every once in a while is that I will log on to Apex and for about 30 minutes, get my ass handed to me and just remember, I'm bad at games. I just can't oh, yeah. do this. It's like there are 12 year old children that are just demolishing me. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was a I was a nationally ranked player when I was 14 and now I can barely win a fucking game of like Battle Royale. <laughs> Like, I yeah. got to like, I got to be so careful. I got to like plan ahead of time. Like, OK, like here's, I, I got to plan this out. I got to know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I can't just win a game anymore. <laughs> and uh, if I, if and you throw me in Call of Duty, I cannot win a game to save my life. Yeah, no, same here. <laughs> but uh, to to move on to Miss Miss Ruby, I got to say that entire level scared the shit out of me. Like, it was so oh, yeah. it was so terrifying. <laughs> Like the first two levels are like it's a like New Orleans, it's uh, West Texas, and then you're in this giant swamp and there's this like giant snake just constantly mentioned. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I saw it and I was like, oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it suddenly has like a huge tone change where like it goes from okay, it goes from like being so car- like so cartoony and jokey, and then it's like just all right, we're summoning the dead now. Get ready. <laughs> hope you uh, like ghosts because you got to kill all of them again like soinks <laughs> yeah that's okay as, as we can see every world or I, I keep calling them worlds but it's like every area they are like um they're themed after something different like Rayleigh was Bond. uh mugshot was like goodfellas and crime this one is more i guess scooby-doo Maybe I don't know. Yeah, Scooby Doo, like uh, like horror and kind of like it's. I mean, it's like it's pure voodoo. It's the whole level is called uh, vicious voodoo. Vicious voodoo, yeah. Um, and it's uh, like yeah, Miss Ruby's like a big old alligator. <laughs> yes, uh, and she's got something so creepy about her army of chickens. That's just <laughs> oh, that all chi- like move in time with each other. <laughs> They just look, her, especially uh, on her boss fight where the chickens are like dancing and they have these giant oh, eyes. Yeah. Oh, I, like, yeah, they look like they're hypnotized or something. Yeah, I, I didn't pay attention to the chickens. I was too busy trying to goddamn do the parapa the rapper. On the, oh, God. That, God. But uh, before we get to the back boss kick, battle. Back kick. Uh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, I want to say I don't rem- I did not remember those the floating the what is it a jet ski or what no oh, no yeah. uh, the, it's the like machine a, it's uh, like the metal gear like uh like guard uh like 
I'm trying to remember. I, all I can think of is the, the, like the the step walkers or the step flyers from uh, Attack of the Clones. That the clones, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the step, the step. They're called uh, in, in yeah. Star Wars. They're called step. But I just I when we get when I got to that part during the live stream, I was like, wait, wait, this? Did, <laughs> I don't remember this. I have never. What I swear, jet, jet Segway? What? I <laughs> Jetway. Jetway. Ooh, Jetway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, what are we going to get those in real life? Because that thing looks awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that would be... I mean, if we survive, I doubt, but maybe give me a little... <laughs> I want to go down, now. like, uh, uh, slide down 64 shooting tennis balls at people on the road. <laughs> oh, God. Get out um, of the way! <laughs> I I really don't, don't know why... Maybe my mind just blocked it off? Because I barely remember anything from from the swamp, like, except for the boss battle. I knew, for some reason, I know what the reason is, because I hate it, but I just I think... remember the boss battle exclusively, and the snake. That's basically the only things that I remembered about the swamp. Snake Everything was else that. was like... I, uh, I have a theory with that, because I had the same problem, where I couldn't remember much of the voodoo level, but I, like, I remembered so much of the other areas. And I think it's just because... All the other areas are so brightly colored, and because that's the voodoo level, everything's like a little darker. It's a little bit more like tinted and not, I don't want to say bland, but it's just like it's a little bit more like uh, undersaturated. And so I think all the other areas stand out so much. And this one, despite the fact that I love it and it's great, it's just a little too undersaturated to stand out with all the others. Yeah, I think. I just hate Miss Ruby's boss fight so much. I force my, <laughs> my brain to just completely forget anything about the swamp. It's like, I never want this bad memory again. Yeah, um, maybe that is. Because yeah. I remember the panda I, see, I love. <laughs> I just love that area so much because you get the rail slide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, rail slides. I played I played Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I'm okay. I got my rail slide. <laughs> I played Ratchet and Clank and rail sliding. I didn't, like, any, really, um... I didn't like the voodoo place at all. That's what the I'm saying. The Salt Mary had uh, <laughs> it had one of my favorite like little mini missions where it was like you had to get the fifty chickens and the roosters would come out with bombs that explode. I that did not remember that. I again, I just all I remember <laughs> is the snake and Miss Ruby. I don't remember any <laughs> of that. Like I had completely forgot about that everything but the chickens. Ten years and ago, snake. like. I don't know. Maybe I just I, repressed all those memories or something. I don't know. I can believe that. I think I only remember the snake because um, it always reminded me of Snake Way from Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. So, oh, boy. Dragon Ball episode, reference, Mike. Huh? There is just not one episode when Stu can't, can't just There's hit some. that, 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 that DBC. What do you try? That's every now and then. I suspect that sometimes I, I say them and then Mike cuts them out. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> just, I should. I have not. Oh, you should have. Oh. But yeah, like that, uh, that's like the main things I remember from that area were the like Snake Way and the chickens and uh, Miss Ruby. I completely forgotten like the vehicle segment. I'd completely forgotten about all the, like just the all the grave sections where you have to fight like the ghosts off. <laughs> like that was all just I, blank in my head. I already yeah, forgot that part. <laughs> well, they're just like what they are for those that don't know is you drive a little hover thing with a gun and you just it's like a shooter and you just continuously shoot to knock out mm. enemy generators. Let's yeah, say. we 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 yeah. finally just called it a, a jetway. Oh, okay. Call the jetway. The Get jetway. on board, Mike. It's the jetway. It's based on the uh, <laughs> the step walker from Star Wars, which came out after this. <laughs> mm. I have no idea what no. you're talking about. No, 
no, Star Wars. It? No, because the, the droids were in episode one, and that was 1999, so this yeah, was 2002. Yeah, but Walkers were only in Attack of the Clones, which was... I guess that was earlier earlier in the year 2002, so... And I, I, don't Jedi 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 this. I don't know if Jedi Starfighter... I don't know if Jedi Starfighter came up before this, but Jedi Starfighter also had the Stepwalkers everywhere. Yes, yeah, Jedi Starfighter... No, Star, the original Starfighter came out 2001, and I think okay. that... that that one had it. Have we talked about the, the, introduction. the enemies in the swamp yet? Uh, we talked a little about the ghosts. Um, okay. We haven't mentioned the uh, the zombies yet, or the like the voodoo zombies. I didn't like all the voodoo stuff. Like, it was it was this was my least favorite world by far. Like I just didn't enjoy this section. I died a lot. I mean, I'd save states. I I remedied that very quickly, but I just didn't enjoy a lot of these levels at all. I was ready to be done with this section. I mean, Which considering that I do. considering that I didn't even remember that it is that there was a thing the, the whole <laughs> levels all i remember was miss ruby and the snake oh my god should Let's we go talk on about talk about ruby. okay that oh god like, okay, i didn't know nothing about this fight going in because i i usually watch speedruns of a game before we talk about it just to kind of let me learn some <laughs> different things about the game but i, I hadn't gotten to this one because i was enjoying myself so much and i had no idea oh god i had no idea what the hell the fight was gonna be that's in episode one, by the way, the droid walker thing. Yeah, that, so. that is it. That is in episode <laughs> yeah. one. That's why I had to look it step up. Walk. I hope it's called the so, step walker. I, I think was saying, about it. And stop. I did, stop. Like this whole fight stop. is a rhythm battle. And I guess yeah. in the PS3 version, the rhythm's off. And I was just I, I was just safe steady hitting the buttons, trying to follow along with the way they look because I wasn't listening. I swear, I, I had the worst time of this. It was like playing a Donkey Kong mind level. It was like, oh, this game's just broken. Like this game isn't actually fair at all. Yeah, it's uh, if you, it kind of throws you off because they um, this game actually does have. We haven't talked about the music yet, which we'll we'll get to because the music's phenomenal. But oh yeah, the the game actually has like dynamic music, which is pretty impressive for the time, I think. And that whole boss fight is like based around. It's a rhythm section. The whole boss fight's based around like listening to the music and hitting it at the right beats. But I think it's like slightly off or something because it yeah. throws you off. Yeah, there's especially when you're trying to hit the X, that is when you notice it the like big time for me. Because I could oh, like yeah. get it get it perfectly and then at the very last the the last uh segment where you have to also press X to actually jump to the other uh god damn it, the the, the other structure that you're supposed to platform. do the, the other Maybe. platform, yeah. That's when I noticed that, that it was off as like hell. Okay, I, so it wasn't I pressed just the X. Yeah. I pressed the X and it and he didn't jump and i pressed it when the, i know that i should have pressed it so okay. yeah it's almost like um it's almost like the the game is cuz they they made a very big deal out of out of like locking the frame rate for this game and keeping the frame rate perfectly locked throughout their entire development and i have to wonder if the game like is like slowing down because of that at that area and so the music's like a little off and not quite in time at points <laughs> I mean, I didn't notice because I had no. I turned. I wasn't listening to the game at this point because I just didn't like anything to do with this part. <laughs> I, I, I will warn you right sound. now, Nick. If you play the, uh, if you play the next two games, there are more rhythm sections, but <sighs> they get easier. <laughs> I hope so. They're not. They don't get easy, but they get easier. <laughs> well, that's good. Like, as long as there's, there's, whole, there's like uh, one per game, because I'm willing to pull up with like one instance of bullshit per game. Yeah, the know, big think... one I think is in is it the second game that has like the big dance number? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the yeah the dance with with yeah. yeah. I remember having trouble with that as a kid, but I don't. 
think it's that bad. It's it's not that bad because they they are very it's not like this one where one wrong move and then you got to start back from the beginning. Yeah. Uh that one even you do uh start from the beginning if you completely screw it up, but it gives you like a couple chances like to it's not a complete game. <sighs> yeah, like, yeah. You have like a health okay. system in that game, so yeah. Then yeah. adding in like the health bar was a huge boon to um to the oh, other yeah. games. Yeah, so, I was yeah, gonna say that. that too. Because having just the horseshoe system and not having any on-screen UI really was immersive for that game. It's like it was like playing a cartoon where Jack and Ratchet yeah. and Clank you had like ammo figures and counts, and you always had to make sure you uh, you constantly check your health bar to make sure you weren't close to dying. But there's just so much about this game that made you involved with it. Um, yeah, the yeah. second game I'm, adds in like a little tiny uh, like the only UI that's added into the later games is in the top left corner of the screen. It gives you like the slide icon and a little bar with a yellow line, like a yellow bar underneath of it. I want to say blue is your health and yellow is like the special or something. No, the yellow is oh, yeah, uh, your special, the, that's the, the, your special uh, meter. Yeah. And that like that stuff tends to uh, I think I want to say it only shows up when you like get hit or use your special like oh, the ui is still very very minimal yeah that's good yeah that's uh, we just, always been a, we a nice I like a horseshoe okay. in this yeah okay i mean yeah. i hope that yeah, just we, uh... <laughs> that that was when when we were recording when i explained yeah. the whole uh... horseshoe golden horseshoe wanna one up life and all that stuff I, I yeah, that was in the recording okay thank god yeah, yeah, but yeah. i remember it now I, you mentioned i'm not it, so. i'm not I'm not using any more saliva like that again. <laughs> so uh, after we do, uh, after we get through Miss Ruby's nightmare rhythm section, uh, did, uh, did you explain her background? Uh, oh no, no um, Miss Ruby. Uh, yeah, I like her background a lot too. Actually, her background is that she's like she was born into a family of mystics, and so all the other kids like ignored her, and so she decided, well, like if everyone's just gonna treat me like like an outsider i'll just take over the world which is always a good <laughs> like uh it's, it's, i i would appreciate if my child had that mentality <laughs> if like if i have a kid and the kid's like everyone's mean to me i'll take over the world and show them all i'm like yeah you're gonna go far kid <laughs> I like that. i like that kind of cartoonish evilness yeah it it's a car- cartoonish evil evilry is like i never felt bad for any of these villains i was like oh i'm gonna oh, can't no. wait to take down this guy it's awesome uh... I don't know. I, yeah, I think that like... I think that the most like redeemable one is Panda King. I think that he's kind of the lesser of them. He destroys a village in his he's opening. A, uh, a you know, it, it, it's it's like Tiger King. You know, uh, <laughs> Joe Exotic is the lesser evil of a, of a show full of, of goddamn assholes and evil persons. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that you say around. Panda King is the most redeemable. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I wonder why we'll I said that. Game. I wonder why I said that. Maybe we'll play the third game on a podcast at some point. I, um, I'm not at all foreshadowing anything. I actually know what you're talking yeah. about, unfortunately, because I was looking up stuff. I was wondering what he was doing in that screenshot. All right, uh, but the Panda <laughs> King—that was my favorite section of the game. Like, I really liked the Panda King area. What is that called? Fire in the sky. Oh, fire in the sky. Yeah, I mean, it's—it takes place in China, and the whole thing is that you're going uh, he's a he's an expert mar- uh firework guy and i forget like oh because he wanted to make fireworks and then he the aristocat yeah. aristocrats not the aristocats they might have been aristocats yeah aristocats i like that i love that movie it, by the way so hey, there's a lot of references to there's a lot of references to like animals in this universe that are famous and stuff it's always fun 
But yeah, he was a poor child who uh, he wanted to he all he wanted to do was make fireworks. And a rich nobleman basically said, like, no, you can't make fireworks because you're too poor. And so the Panda King decided, well, I'll just blow up everybody with my fireworks then. (laughs) Yeah, they, They have a section in his backstory where he's showing someone his firework and his fireworks sucks. Like it's oh, like yeah. a small it's, little blimp. It's, it's like it's like it's not poor. It's just you're terrible. Like <laughs> also you're poor. It's like pep. Also you're poor. a little pep firework. Yeah. What is, <laughs> I love it. We haven't mentioned from that his one. point of view. Hmm? Uh, mm-hmm. But he's got my favorite. So after you beat every boss, we haven't mentioned this yet. But after you beat every boss, there's a. Uh, uh, the Sucker Punch Daily newspaper like pops up <laughs> on screen showing Carmelita Fox with the the recently defeated baddie. Yeah, the headlines, <laughs> the headlines of those newspapers. Oh, totally they're, bo- they're so totally funny bodacious. <laughs> Inspector Babe catches criminal mastermind <laughs> in the swamps. I I, I screenshotted all of them because I love them so much. The um, the one for the panda. First of all, the one for the panda in the top left corner said, "Dude, that's kick ass." And I guess that's enough through the censors. And the headline is hot Latin, hot Latin Spitfire puts fiery panda on ice. Evil King, evil King quoted, "I just wanted to blow stuff up." <laughs> and then a little picture of Sly in the bottom corner that says, "Come, come on already! I can't. It can't be that hard to catch him." God, <laughs> that's one, one of the, they do a good job. That is the one snow of the levels are just fun though. Except for that race, the snow race was the one that I freaking broke me. Then I was watching a speed run. You can actually mess up you can skip that entire race in a with a speedrun glitch where you get one of the nitros and then you go backward and you can shoot over a hill and get through the the barrier <laughs> you can completely skip that entire race if you if you know the glitch is there interesting yeah. you can also play super aggressively and bully the other racers so they just oh, yeah. can never get by you <laughs> i i couldn't get past this the first, i couldn't get to the first guy for the longest time and then now when, what nick said makes sense <laughs> I think that the biggest problem with the goddamn racing in the game is that to throttle, it's holding up in the in the analog stick. If they would have done yeah, it like it's a like a crash team racing or something, just holding X or something, that would have been better. Because then you have to the weird thing is uh, maintain throttle and control the van at the same time with the same stick. Yeah, yeah. The weird thing is that like you have nitro too. And yeah. the night it doesn't work like how nitro typically works in most racing games. Nitro makes you go faster, but you have less handling. So you're supposed to use it on straightaways in this game. Nitro, like it makes you go faster and it gives you insanely good handling. So you can like use it to bend around corners super fast. And it's like it's a little weird to get used to if you've played any other racing games. Yeah, because uh, every time I would look for it, because I would, I would play it once and just get a feel for the lap and be like, OK, here is a turn that's really sharp. I'll make sure I have a nitro for this. And so whenever I turn, I would just fart and my van would just go all the way. And I was like, great. And then I get stuck in the other turn. It's like, oh, okay, now I'm back to square one again. And each each race probably took me about six tries just to get through. And I was like, okay. And that's the I, I got a first try <laughs> in that second one. The first one was more difficult for me. Oh, yeah. I, I got a first try, but I was very proud of myself for doing that. I got a first try and I was like, oh, my God, I did it. Holy shit. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the intention yeah. they want you to believe that, that that's an intentionally easy that you're getting good yeah <laughs> uh, I, I also yeah i just bullied the hell out of the other racers so like as soon as i started i just like 
take like a hard shift to the sides and just start busting them all <laughs> to the wall. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going first. I love the setup also... for that race too. Is Murphy is um you like you you go into the area and you pull out your little binoculars and you see Murray in the distance. You're like, Murray, what are you doing? He's like, Well, I got tired of waiting and I saw that there was an ice cream cone stand or ice, ice cone stand and I was like. I don't want to lose my energy. And when I get over here, all these monkeys start challenging me to a race. <laughs> can you beat them? Um, I mean, they're just a bunch of monkeys. I guess I can. <laughs> it's a funny isn't setup. It, isn't right. it the same thing? Like, he's also, like, at a hot dog shop. And he's like... Yeah. 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 Yes. It's always him just getting hungry and getting into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it works. I mean, the humor in this series, not only in this game, but in the entire series, is just... So good, man. I love the humor in this in these games. Like they yeah, do it so freaking well. It's nice too because it evolves with the characters. So like um like in the first game, Murray is kind of like he's like always getting hungry and going off. And in the rest of the games, he kind of like because he grows up, the humor changes with him. Where he's like, I'm not like I'm not just some like lazy idiot that goes and gets food all the time. Like I I have this plan. He like all the rest of the characters are like, yeah, we recognize that you're a good guy, Murray. It's it's very like wholesome. Yeah. It's I'm excited nice to see match. all the characters' there. growth is very good. But even the enemy, I, I might throw the second one on this list. <laughs> yeah, feel free. I'll, I'm 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 more up for that than that in another stalker game. So, <laughs> <sighs> oh no, it'll be back to back. I'll do I'll do stalker. I'll do this. I'll do uh, slide two, and then right after that, it'll be stalker clear sky or call it Pripyat. <laughs> do you really? It easy won't game be what I really think, hard huh? game. <laughs> when I can't cheat. But even the enemies in the panda levels are really cool. They're all kind of like ninja e, you know, like samurai e oh, uh, or soldier e. Yeah, yeah, ninja monkeys like, and samurai. Like it's it's a cool setup. I mean they, yeah, they did is the uh the kung fu like I guess that's a girl kung fu. Is she like kind of the first female like enemy you have in the entire game? Um uh, the, like the pink monkey. Yeah, the pink monkey. Because I was trying to think back at any other level, they're I mean, all just besides, like besides well, Miss Ruby. Yeah, uh, so, uh, I guess fight. technically the first, technically the first like enemy you you come across in the game is Carmelita, but she's not really an enemy. But she's, she's just not kind of really like a, an enemy. Yeah, she's yeah. an obstacle more than anything. exactly. Yeah, I think so. They definitely introduced like more. Um, uh, yeah, I think so. They introduce a lot more female characters as it goes on too, which I think is something it always had up on uh, a lot of other games of the era, like. Carmelita Fox becomes a much more integral character. Um, she gets like a constable, Nayla, who becomes very, very integral to the story. Mm -hmm. um, the second game, is it the second game or the third game that introduces like Penelope? Yeah, it's a, the I third game. Yeah. But yeah. like, uh, oh God, there's, there's an enemy in the second game that I think is like the most, I don't want to say frightening, but just like unnerving character named uh, the Contessa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she's rough. Uh, I, mm. I mean, like, that's a really cool area. I love that area so much. It's like a Victorian, like spider, and yeah. Oh, oh god. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. And so this is yeah, a I question that's I have. Female uh, minion, though. Yeah, I have a question for like since more people have played the other games, all the enemies in the first Sly Cooper pretty much go down in one hit, and it's a very basic combat system. You hit them once, and you're pretty safe. Does that combat system evolve as the games go on? Is it more oh, just like yeah, one hit absolutely. kills? Okay. The um, yeah, the second and third games. Not only do they introduce like way more mechanics to the point that in the third game there's like a whole airplane section. That doesn't sound fun. Like a whole airplane world, but uh, yeah, the enemies in starting in the second game, the enemies have like. Some can take multiple hits, and you get like stealth attacks to take them down quietly from behind. Okay. Oh yeah, 
that's yeah so they like they really flesh out like all the mechanics yeah stealth stealth uh is a little bit more in the second game as well i want to say like it, yeah, it's more into more it's power a little, a little bit more integral to mm. the to the second game because you uh have to try not to alarm too many people to get what you want or what you need but they give you the tools to 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 uh to get that and it's not yeah. like side stuff like like in this game where it's in the vaults there it's you get uh, the coins are they actually uh, eliminate the life system and the coins now are like uh like gems yeah currency rubies and now, topaz yeah another another currency and you can buy upgrades for uh mm -hmm. for the characters and give them like different uh abilities and stuff that's cool. Yeah, you give, like, very One of them is a parachute, own. actually. What? Uh, yeah. Oh my god, that parachute's awesome. Yeah, like, the, the parachute is like, just great. Like, fuck the parachute in Assassin's Creed. Everyone was freaking out when they added like gliding in Assassin's Creed. Like, Sly Cooper was miles ahead of time. It was years yeah. ahead of Assassin's Creed with that shit. <laughs> it is super cool to see this like air awesome. PlayStation Two platformers that like the first games were really rudimentary but introduced you to the world and then the next games yeah. evolved beyond that and started doing more and grew up with the kids that were playing them so i'm excited to play yeah, they all the games in this series it's the same with it's surprising and how many games ratchet and clank, ratchet and clank is, is the same way jack and dexter is the same way ratchet and clank is very basic like you just get mm. the weapons and and you don't get upgrades once the second game starts going that's when you start like getting uh the whole experience uh points and stuff to upgrade the like, weapons which is literally the best part about that series just upgrading the weapons what oh, is yeah. this gonna what is this weapon gonna become now once you hit level five or whatever mm -hmm. like it's gonna be amazing get, like, or something. The upgrade tree <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's amazing how many like games that came out very early in the playstation 2 it, it, like it, it just shocks me in general how many games came out like the first year or two of the playstation 2 that had sequels later in that console's lifespan that are almost unrecognizable to when they came out mm -hmm. like i think that might be i think i think the playstation 2 in my mind is still one of those consoles that is like it had the most insanely wild uh, like growth throughout its period. Like the first PlayStation 2 games look nothing like the last PlayStation 2 games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. besides Metal like Gear first... Solid 2, I guess, because that, that was... Yeah. That was ahead, so ahead of its... Of... Way ahead of its time. Like, yeah. literally, I... by God, you still see that game and you're like, wow. Yeah, that's a that's an amazing game. Yeah. I was just looking at... I was, like, I was looking at a list of like PlayStation 2 games today and I was like, I forgot that... Like, like Star Wars Bounty Hunter was insane to me as a kid. I forgot that was PlayStation Two. I I've never played that one. <laughs> I, I really it. should. There's so many huge yeah. games on that console. That and growing growing up uh, with PlayStation Two, it, no. like that was when I started <laughs> playing games like uh, more games. Uh, PlayStation mm -hmm. Two was like my first console, so I grew up with that. And the first games you played and the last games you played, like I was just doing nothing but platformers. And then at the end of it, mm. there was so many good like incredible rpgs for that game oh, yeah. yeah that the last couple of years i had that i still have my playstation 2 hooked up with persona 3 in it because it's the <laughs> it's just incredible that that game it released on the playstation 2 i um, definitely yeah, I, played more rpgs on playstation 2 than ps1 i don't think i ever played that many ps1 rpgs honestly 
you're missing out. Yeah, but I a couple quick um, things we should. I want to say about uh, Panda before we move on to Clockwork. I, want, I wanted to say this too that uh, uh, on PS Now, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter is there, so you can play it there. It um, it may or may not be on my list for next season, so you I'm might okay be playing with that. sooner than you think, Emmanuel. I want to play it, oh. so I'm I'm okay with it being. It also was canon to what he's doing before Clone Wars, but we'll talk about yeah. Attack of the Clones. I've, We'll talk wait, it is. It, it, it's, wait, it's yeah. Wait, it was canon. Oh, it, it was. was. Okay. It was. I think it got uh, removed recently. Yeah, oh, when the last Disney, big like canon. Yeah, know. the whole Legends thing. Oh, okay. But at yeah, the yeah. at the time, it was considered canon. Okay. So, yeah. But okay, as I was saying about the Panda King, um, there's two things I wanted to mention. One is that like one level we haven't mentioned that you do have in his section in a bunch of areas is you have levels where you're constantly being chased by Carlita, where she's just shooting with her laser cannon platform yeah. that you're jumping on and it's, it's a fun little break in there like i always enjoyed those levels and i remember the panda king one being pretty exciting and it was pretty fun and then we should talk about the panda king boss fight like it, it was an interesting boss fight too it wasn't I, it's my favorite boss fight of the game honestly it, i i really like just, to. i really like just going in there walloping him a bit going back dodging his attacks walloping <laughs> up a, a bit that that's a little bit more fair than than goddamn muckshot and and fucking well, also that it was like um it's funny that it's like the last boss fight before like the big one and it's probably the most straightforward yeah <laughs> it's, the best, it's easy best one that's why yeah. it's the best it's, one it's straightforward no gimmick no like, shit just yeah like when i first saw it you're in this open room and i thought okay i need to like sneak around i need to do this no you just jump 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 get to him smack him listen for his pattern his attacks and then yeah. you kick his ass after he but after he stomach bumps you out of the arena every time yeah but it was fun it wasn't yeah, it was bad fun. it was one of the better one of the best boss fights and i i like the panicking a lot like i that whole thing was exciting. i think it's um it's probably my favorite right uh right next to like raleigh I think I think I like those quite a bit, but yeah, like, it, yeah, it's definitely like it's the end, so you kind of expect it to be like crazy, and it's just like, nope, you just gotta go punch him, just go knock him out. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it broke the game because I just jumped over the hurdles and then started hitting them, and I got pushed back. I was like, can I do that again? Is that allowed? <laughs> and I did yeah. it again, yeah. and he went down. And then my first try, I was like, oh, that, did I do that right? I, I'm, I finished it, but I felt like there should have been more to it. Because it's so uh, different how, than the other boss fight. Yeah. yeah, that area is so fun to me in general. Because it's he, like he's got his he's got his very specific like flame food that he's using. But that whole area is filled with fireworks, and so much of the puzzles are firework based. So it's like there there'll be like a platform that you need to like raise up in the air, and it's like, well, how do I do this? Oh, it's got fireworks attached to the side of it, so I can knock them, and they'll spin around and go up a little bit. Oh, that's cool! Like, like just coming across environments. <laughs> oh yeah, coming across like the. You're like every now and then you'll come across like a, a, a series of like three fireworks right next to each other and you just knock them and they go like flying off in different directions and blow up guys and blow up buildings. It's like, hell yeah. We're getting stealth. Aspects in this game. And uh, then we should move on to the, the final area, which I didn't care for as much. The Clockwork King. It, it's so, the yeah, thing this, uh, with, with, with that parts. area. Like The thing with that area is that it's so straightforward. There's literally no... Uh, like no selecting where you have where you gotta go. It's just go 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 and by final boss battle. Yeah, yeah. That's what I didn't care for. Um, much. there's a few jobs on it, but all the jobs are like everything is completely linear at this point for the most like pretty much. It's yeah. There, there's literally no bottles either. There's no exploration. It's just do the job and finish the game. Yeah, yeah. I with the exception of one power up. This is like 
this is like okay you know what you gotta do go do it <laughs> yeah i went into that and i completely forgot that once you finish one part you immediately go to the next part and there's no yeah. stopping and it it felt kind of cool because like you had time to explore all the other worlds but this there is actually like a um, like a heaviness to it it's like this is mm-hmm. the this is the last fight and everything felt like this extended boss sequence mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really neat touch. And I don't remember that at all as a kid. And I'm starting to believe, I don't think I ever made it this far in the game when I was a kid. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> I yeah, I game. yeah, I think I gave I up. It has that weight ago. too, because um, it's kind of odd. Like this is like the, the, like you're hinted at clockwork throughout the whole game, but this is like the introduction to him. And he's such a strong character that he doesn't like come back in the other games, but he has such a strong influence on, like the gang's actions that you feel throughout the rest of the gangs, like the, the games is points where like they'll reference clockwork all the time. And, and just like the, the fight they had with him and just like his persona. Cause he's such a, he's such a perfect villain. I think. Yeah. He he's is like so, so great. creepy. Yeah. He's a, it's like a giant owl. He oh, is a yes. giant owl. He was, he sure. was once a giant owl that in order yeah. to survive, in order to continue with his hatred of the Cooper clan, and, and continue living he just became mechanical and yeah so he I, is so absorbed with jealousy that he's like i'm going to become immortal and just destroy your clan forever yeah so the game i played right before sly cooper was the 2016 doom and how <laughs> oh samuel, my God. samuel s hayden basically created this robot body for him because oh, he had to uh, continue living uh, outside of his <laughs> body and it's like oh clockwork is just the, he's just the devil Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, 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 that's a good comparison. Yeah. I think uh, I like his like uh, he's got like the claw voice too. Like that sounds just yes. it's like robotic. It's completely removed from humanity at this point. It's just like uh, like it, it sounds like the claw from Inspector Gadget. Just like ah, Mister mm-hmm. like, is- Sly Cooper. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> he is such a great villain, and I am willing to bet that he would have been the big bad again in Sly Five considering oh, where, yeah. where Sly 4 ended up. like Yeah, uh, I, think, I mean, just introducing time travel, it would not surprise me if Sly 5 came, came out and it was like Clockwork somehow found a way to come forward in time. and Or he's like, he's he's like stolen a bunch of stuff in the past and changed history. Maybe, that yeah. Be- I mean, uh, it's not necessarily spoilers, uh, but in Sly 4, in each one of the stages, in each one of the worlds uh, or time periods or whatever, that you go to, you can act. If you look at the sky, you can actually find clockwork flying around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's such a precious. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never encounter yeah, him yeah. per se in the game. <laughs> kind of spoilers, you know. But it, it is still that that feeling, like yeah, my greatest my greatest <laughs> enemy is still around there, like floating around in time. Like he's kind of like it, um, he's kind of like Vader, where he has like he has so little yeah. screen time, but it's like it's his presence that's like. That's unnerving. The fact that, you know, he's involved in everything and he's like he's almost like a Moriarty type character. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely a Moriarty. I, I, I want to say. Yeah, um, I love. Uh, God. Yeah, he's God. He's yeah, so creepy, too. Just like the mechanical owl. That's like it, it reminded me of the um, Mike. It reminded me of the uh, the Firebird from Last Express. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, okay, I'll, I'll that give you that mechanical bird. That's like vaguely demonic. It's uh, that's a great section too because everyone gets to kind of everyone comes together. They all have like their their sections. So like um, Murray has to like drive the van at some point with a big turret installed on top of it. That's how like that's how you get there. And he's got to do that again to collect like computer pieces to 
for Bentley to then well, do like no a whole hacking mini game. Pieces. You just have to drive into them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, you have the turret to get in, and then you lose the turret, and then you have to get the computer pieces. Oh, right. Oh, uh, shit. I, I forgot about how you enter the goddamn level. Yeah. I, 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 and then, like, I died a while in that one. So oh, yeah, that was a, that's a pretty sick. With the shooting that we didn't mention, the controls are automatically inverted on the x-axis is up and down, and you cannot change it. And I'm a guy who likes don't like doesn't like that. I it took me a second to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's same. a bit odd. No, yeah, then, not um, yeah, like everything has like a very specific purpose. Like you gotta you use the turret to get into the area. The turret breaks off. Okay, you need these computer parts. Get the computer parts because the next section Bentley needs to do is hacking mini game to save uh, Carmelita, who's stupid. trapped in the section with. Sly. I hated that hacking mini game. I died oh, like I love five that. times in that shit. I I like oh, it in the good. other games, but in this one, no way. No. Yeah, it's a little odd, but yeah, the other games they do it way better. Um, way better. So much better. And you can like upgrade the hacking too to have like better skills. I think. I think by the yeah. third game you can upgrade the hacking to be like stronger and have more firepower. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one immediately part, after not that. Terrible. It's like it's. I mean, consider yourself lucky because this was initially this game was planned to be three times as long. Oh god! Um, the hell? That, yeah. No. The the just the clockwork section alone was only a third of what they had planned for that section to be. It was meant Bro. to be like a whole new world. Bruh, no. And it's almost, no. yeah, it's almost, um, like, I know a lot of people talk about, like, how, uh, like, deadlines kind of, like, suck and, like, people should be allowed to, like, be creative on their own time. But I kind of like deadlines for that reason because you can't overextend yourself. So yeah. I think if this game had been three times as long, it probably wouldn't have been as beloved to me as it is. No, it, it's long enough. Like, it, I was happy when I finished it. I didn't feel like it, I didn't need more. I was content. But I'm also exactly. doing it for a podcast yeah, every week. through it so. in a couple hours. Like if you if you know what you're doing, you can burn through it easily in a day, easily. Oh yeah, and it's I think enough. it's like the perfect length for that. Yeah, unless you get the other stuck games in, get a little bit longer, but they add a lot more. So unless you get stuck in Miss Ruby for like twenty hours, then well, there goes yeah. your day. Back, back, that final fight is also different with the with the owl clockwork because you spend the whole time mm. like you're flying with a little jetpack that you got and it, it's definitely like i gotta say that's like you rescue carmelita and despite the fact that she's been like chasing you the whole game you both kind of have that that nice section where uh carmelita's uh out and slice Kane is gone and her jetpack's gone they're like well we're both at a weakened state we've got to team up to take down the, the greater evil right now <laughs> I really yeah, did not that's... like that part where you have to retrieve the cane. Is suddenly not having a cane with all of your abilities tied to your cane is very strange. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, hard. but no, no, but you don't control Sly. You can, is it Carmelita that you control? To yeah. shooting, and shooting the blobs yeah. that are chasing after him. I did not have him. a problem with yeah. the turrets until that until having to shoot all those blobs like i lost sly i sly died a couple times in that one <laughs> yeah those uh those turret sections get they can be quite difficult but they're never like i don't know i i always have fun with them even if they're hard i might be strange for that but i'm like i'm like ah yeah I, I can do better i can do better i know i know how to do this i'm not confused i'm just not doing it well enough <laughs> there's some um there's some enemies in games where like you'll just get killed over and over again you're like i don't understand what i'm doing wrong i don't understand 
how I'm supposed to do this fight, but with all with every Sly Cooper game, it's always the case of, okay, I know exactly what I'm meant to be doing. I'm just not doing it well enough. I just have to like keep trying and get a little bit better at it. I, I always appreciate that in games. Yeah, unless you're Miss Ruby, then fuck you. clockwork king like it it wasn't it was a cool final fight you're flying around the jetpack shooting him in different spots that you know glow white i mean it it was a cool cool boss fight. i didn't have a problem with it yeah it it wasn't a a horrible boss battle It, it was it was all right uh and even when trying to manage the rings, uh, because he has three phases. First phase is shooting down those classic those white glow. Yeah, three phases. <laughs> huh, who knew? The glowing white bits uh, from his body. Then he throws like some electromagnetic thing, uh, electromagnetic rings, and you have to like position mm. yourself in the, right at the center to avoid them, and then keep hitting him. And then finally, the last <laughs> part is uh, you gotta walk on uh, some more uh, rails and try to get to his head to finish him off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the entire time he is like berating you too. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's clockwork. Of course he is. It's just like it's yelling like, at you about like how like yep. the Coopers will fall and clockwork will live forever. Oh yeah, something that I that I was trying to explain at the beginning, I think, and I did not finish explaining was that uh, the <laughs> actual reason that clockwork uh, stole the TVS Raccoonus uh, was so to prove that without uh, all the knowledge from his past ancestors, that Coopers were nothing. Uh, yeah, like. They could not be these mastermind uh, thieves, and uh, Sly just proved them wrong by yeah. just by just being a master thief without the the, the uh, most of the thievious raccoons, I guess, or none of the thievious raccoons. Yes, they tore yeah. up every I, single page. <laughs> I love the line too. He has where um, yeah, he's like, "You're you'd be nothing without the book," and he says. Uh, the Thievius Raccoonus doesn't make a uh, Cooper. A Cooper makes the Thievius Raccoonus. Yeah. And that great. last line from him is so, like, menacing, where he's just, as he's dying, he's like, Cooper, you will never be rid of me. Clockwork is superior. As he's, like, <laughs> just, like melting in the lava, and it's just, it's such, like, ter- a dark ending for this kid's game. <laughs> Very Terminator 2, by the way. Oh, I mean, let's yeah. talk about dark endings real quick, because at the end, he frees Carmelita, kisses her and then yes. leaves her <laughs> handcuffed to the railing that's fallen into the lava. <laughs> yeah. Slide, slide is kind of an asshole in, uh, sometimes. There's a part in the Panda King area where I was like, oh, they definitely like, they definitely didn't realize that the camera was still on Carmelita where you are fighting her, like she's shooting at you and you're trying to get through the area and you set up a firework at the end and it goes around and hits like the little landing she's standing on. It's like a skull. It's like a, a frozen like mammoth skull or something. Mm-hmm. And it starts sinking into the water, and she's like, "I'll get you, Cooper." And it's like, "Is she dead? Yeah, <laughs> she did. She just freeze to death. <laughs> like they were supposed to cut away from that part. <laughs> she should have probably been dead. They just forgot because you you see her head sinking into the water, and you're like, they forgot to cut away. They they totally meant to to cut back to Sly Cooper smiling or something, and they just completely <laughs> missed the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I like the little like cat and mouse game. Like Carmelita's always going to come and find sly but it just seems so dire it's like oh she's handcuffed in a pit of lava how is she gonna get out of this and (laughs) it does a nice little like i'm sure someone will find her as like they're driving away and the cop (laughs) sirens are starting up i guess are the cops just gonna drive their cars into the volcano that's not how that works uh i I mean it's a special world I'm sure they're I like how, um, just fly in and pick her up. So hey, in Soviet Russia, I like the, how car, in, the uh, cars go through volcano. 
I like how the logic of Sly Cooper Interpol, which Carmelita works for, is like they can go anywhere without any like permits. They have jurisdiction throughout the world, which is not true. (laughs) (laughs) There are some very specific European laws where they can operate in Europe, but Interpol can't just like drive into the middle of America. They're not allowed to just roll up into Russia. It's not a thing. They are basically just MI6, I guess, instead of Interpol. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, they're literally the internet. There are no other cops. There's only Interpol. Yeah. <laughs> they are the world police of the universe. Oh, God. I, I do Can like I do... their whole thing throughout the series of like their Carmelita oh. and Sly's like, it's it's never like, uh, it's always like, like, oh, I'll get you. It's like, I bet you want to get me. And she's like, oh, he's right. I do want to get him. <laughs> it's like a it's nice so little like, cat and mouse romance. It's, yeah, it's always it's fun. So good. It's never yeah. like overplayed. It's never it's never like too like sometimes they like sometimes the movies will do that or shows will do that. And it's like I don't believe these two like each other. It's just kind of creepy. But I, yeah, they've got like a real like flirty, nice romance going on. That's pretty fun. Yeah. All right. Any <laughs> last things you want to say before we go on to questions and memories? So one thing I want to talk about is um, the sound design for the game is incredible. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yes. The music is really yeah, good. I didn't want to that yeah but uh it's every time you break a bottle like when you find one of the clue bottles and you and you break it just that noise of breaking the bottle was just so satisfying mm-hmm. um it's just like every around, even the tiny thing yeah 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 even just, the tiny things like sneaking around and just like the little like yeah that yeah it's just it's perfect it's yeah. just like um it's just like a like a little like plucking a guitar chord like really softly it's just it's works so well all the all the music and all the levels is it all stands out and it's like really like it's got the dynamic music so you got like the nice like my favorite is mugshots music where it's got that like casino like gangster kind of feel to it and then when like when shit hits the fan it's like jazz it just starts like ramping up oh yeah oh that is i love i love jazz so uh just all of this is just <laughs> mm, delicious for me <laughs> yeah it's uh that's something that like remains great throughout the entire series too yeah it's absolutely beautiful soundtrack um the guy who did it is uh he, he's done so much work he did um he did all the music for like hearthstone mm-hmm. and oh, god I, he did uh he did a couple like the crash games like he's he's had quite a he he did one of the um the twisted metal games as well oh what <laughs> yeah oh, that's a different that's he's, a different, uh, yeah. pretty <laughs> That's like going from Jack pretty, 1 uh, to Jack 2. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wish I didn't. I think he did. Uh, <laughs> he might have done Jack and Dexter as well. I don't know. The guy, he's worked in the industry a lot. Um, I wish I could remember his name. I'm trying to find it right now. But yeah, he's he's a very, he's done a lot of different games. And he's like a master of, of his of his work. And I can't find his name. And I'm sorry, but it's it's out there somewhere. <laughs> you know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, contact uh, us. Do the music for the podcast. Uh, oh, oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> just do that, that like. Do, gonna do, happen. Do, do, do. I like <laughs> when you're in the barrel and uh, it like oh. because you're tiptoeing faster. It's like do 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 do. Yes. <laughs> do, 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 do. Is it Peter Mc- Peter McConnell? Uh, yeah, I think that's him. Yeah, yeah. There's it's, there's so much like elements and flourish when it comes to the sound design. Um, but I actually don't remember any of the music in the game. Um, it's all like very background noise. Yeah, it's mostly background noise. I think that only the the one of the themes is like very prominent. I want to say that you have like the, the item. Oh yeah, you have like the item catch music whenever you get the key, and it does like the 
It's like, oh, yeah. it's like very bombastic and like orchestral. Wow. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and the sound of like the key like spinning around the cane. I always love that oh, sound. Yeah. It's so good as a kid. Man, the metal on metal. Yeah. yeah sound just... design in this game is just oh, amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's I mean, so much of this game is just so well made. It's kind of it's like shocking to me that like going back and playing it as an adult, having not played it for such a long time. It's like, oh, it still holds up. It's still really fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Ready to move on to questions, memories or comments? Yeah, Let's do it. I think which so. is mainly just memories at this point. Memories. <laughs> so, nobody asks us questions. I just go with memories. All right. First one from the Overblood group from Aaron Cornwell said, played this game a lot as a young kid and it stuck with me as one of my all time favorite games and franchise and really showed how video game can can be enjoyed by all audience. 100% agree. Also, side note, speedrunning has got me back in the series in 2020, and the history behind that is fascinating. Hmm. Okay, and this oh, is okay. a sadder one from Devin Gallagher. He said, my little oh. brother was diagnosed with stage 4 brain cancer when this game was out. One of the reasons why I love this game is because he sat beside me the entire time watching until I beat the game. He loved just watching supporting me. Good times and great memories. What a game, too. So, oh, that's nice. nice. It's, I mean, yeah. I can... I just like when video games can have, like, good memories with people yeah, like yeah. that. That's... And that's something that's really, you know, it'll stick with you for life. And you always, and at least this is a good game to have good memories to. Oh, yeah. Like some games. Yeah. Play in the show. Yeah. This, it's like. I would hate to have like, yeah. I always Zombies. say my, uh, one of my earliest uh, gaming memories was when my, uh, my mom uh, hooked up the PS1 for the first time and uh, booted up Spiral 1. Um, and I, I, I'll always have that memory, you know, intact in my brain, like just seeing that game for the first time I'm, and my mom just hooking it up and testing it out like okay now you play like i'll, I'll always <laughs> you know kind of remember that one mm. so i think that we all have uh, have something like that yeah we do all yeah. right next I one i my memory of my cousin bringing games over and being like i can't beat this do this for me <laughs> <laughs> go and be like i can't beat Caden lynch here beat this help me beat this game real quick that's a decent game actually. just sit down and play for a play for a day Caden <laughs> lynch is all right all right from matt pill Ah, for Matt P, I just played Matt this for the first time ever this past February, and I loved it. It's right up my alley. The only thing that kept me from 100% is the Master Thief sprints. Those are bonkers hard. Still got the platinum, though. How'd you feel about the Master Thief sprint? I think that might have got cut off when we talked about it earlier. Um, that, that made really it in the recording. Cool. That's uh, what I said, that I don't like time time travel or anything in, in games. So, uh, okay. That's yeah. enough, I think. <laughs> for that, yeah. all right. From, I think. Andrew... <laughs> Gerties. Sly 2 was the first game I owned for PS2, and I immediately became obsessed with it. I eventually played the first one and was disappointed by how different it was at first, but eventually grew to love it. The dark noir-style comic book aesthetic and slightly fuck, no pun intended, and previous impressive mesh between stealth and action gameplay melded into something far more engaging than most contemporary action games I played. Okay. Yeah. Huh. yeah uh, from, from Tony Hernandez, <laughs> love to one of my favorite back. games when I was a kid is one of those games I could probably 100% from memory because I just played it so much. I can see that. It's a good game. Hey, you and me. Uh, from Alex <laughs> Ritt, the music from the boss fight in the Haiti level still reverberates in my soul. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> from Tom Drake, <laughs> said, Sly Cooper defined my childhood. Fantastic video game trilogy. Shame they never made any new ones. <laughs> see, that's the problem. <sighs> yep. I like Thieves in Time. It's not I my like favorite, but I like it. I support <laughs> Thieves in Time. Got a few more to read from a The Sly problem is Cooper when you have well, three, like, Yes. When you have so many great games, one game's like pretty good, it doesn't hold up to the pretty like to the amazing ones. 
and it irritates people. No, maybe. If Rembrandt had a, like Rembrandt had a bunch of paintings that were like pretty good, but we don't talk about those. <laughs> All right. Uh, from Janiso Santos, when I first played this at a friend's place, it really got me interested from its story and characters, the authenticity. A unique style created with a cartoon-like feel. The early game design styles and a new style it took on in sequels two and three really amazed me. I just started fanboying over the games and lore of it for so many years. Okay. <laughs> uh, from Callum they actually timed this game perfectly too because uh, I just remember we we accidentally timed this perfectly to like uh, stars coming out, which is a very similar. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nothing on this show is actually done like to to fit with things. It just kind of happens. <laughs> like, it happens almost every week. My neighbors. Resident Evil 3 the last two weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah, they'll fit perfectly with the current current life right now. So yeah, we we never play that shit. It just happens. It's really bizarre. Like I'm we, it's worrying because I'm afraid to put on like I don't want to put on like some game and like accidentally cause like a world collapse. How <laughs> that works. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait, Wait, Callum Rosso. <laughs> I had a PS2 when I was younger, and I just remember being enamored with the game since since then, but could never get all four. Fast forward many many years, and the childlike joy and frustration at times, such as Bob's Caveman Challenge, I have no idea what that is, and Sly's Archery Challenge <laughs> that I've gained with was immense. So that number three or four, I'm assuming. Uh, archery, uh, the Archery four. Challenge, I think, is three. Okay. Is it two, four? I think it's four because that you get different costumes in four, and one of them, I believe, it is like a Robin Hood costume. So yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I remember there was archery in three as well, but I don't know if it was expanded to the challenges. I really don't uh, remember, man. Apologies if we don't remember. We'll play the other ones probably sooner than you think. <laughs> <laughs> than I want to, probably, yeah. Well, All maybe. right, from Talon Tolman said, to. I was with my mom at Target. I was maybe seven and saw it on sale on an end cap and asked if I could get it. She <laughs> said yes, and I started as soon as I got home, played all night and all the next day. I brought it over to my friend's house and had him play it, and he got hooked too. We played so long that our parents dropped us from the PlayStation for a week. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I like that one. All right. I'll read part of this one from Josie Bonilla. I rented it from Blockbuster in the 2000s, something to enjoy during the weekend. Everything from the gameplay to the stylized animated cutscenes were great. It still holds up to this day, and it's the type of game both adults and kids can enjoy. I agree. And I got I got a lot from this group, and I'm going to read a couple more that I'm going to go on the shelf or box. From <laughs> Alex Punt, one of my earliest PS2 memories, and I think one of the first games I completed. Also have my bro to thank for reintroducing me to the sequels in primary school. I'm not sure what primary school is. I'm assuming he's not American. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing element, elementary. Yeah, elementary. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a word I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, Tyler sure Evans. Like everyone else besides America calls it okay. primary school. Yeah. I don't think everyone else besides America has a health care for all, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Everybody else First says, game uh, I ever. Health care, the metric system <laughs> in primary school, and we have standard and, <laughs> and elementary. <laughs> uh, first game I ever played with my cousin was playing it and asked him if I could, and he thought I couldn't, but then I proved him wrong. I'm assuming he meant that he played it and beat it. Okay. Last one we're going to read from Matt Kessler. When I was younger, I had a lot of health issues and stayed home from school often because of it. I remember bitch playing Sly 1 and 2 over and over while being homesick. Some of the favorite memories were playing these games. Hey, at least they're good games to have memories, too. Like, they, they're actually... I mean, this one's a really good game. I don't also, know if... But... You didn't okay. do it, like, on purpose, Mike, but the last... what The name of the last guy? What was it? I don't remember. That Mike Kessler? Mike yeah. Kessler? Do you, do you remember Infamous 1? What was the Not name really. of, the, of the villain? Oh, okay. Kessler. <laughs> so I forgot all about that. Uh, it's, it's all connected. 
I was, I was really hoping somebody would mention the fact. I don't know if anyone here noticed or knew about it either, but I was hoping somebody would mention when you're on the Baku, uh, Banaki comms with like Bentley or Murray, if you move the left and right analog sticks, you could move their heads around. And oh, yeah. I always thought that was so yeah, funny yeah. as a kid. I was really hoping somebody in the memories would mention that. That is a very Metal Gear Solid everything. thing, by the way. Yeah. Instead of having the, the, the conversation that they usually have like in the... What's you might call it? You guys played Metal Gear Solid uh, recently. The codex? Uh, yeah, the Codex thing. Basically, the Binocicom is that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those like tiny things that just they only put there so that like you had something to do during cutscenes if you were that interested. And I, I love that stuff in games. <laughs> uh, Knights of the Republic 2 has, I think the first one has it too, where if you plug in a second controller during cutscenes, you can press the black and white buttons on the Xbox controller and change the pit, pitch of everyone's voices. <laughs> it's totally unnecessary and like so few people knew about it because why would you ever do that for a single player game but it's just like so funny to me <laughs> uh, and I think we should move on to Shell for Box sure and yeah, Emmanuel since you're kind of becoming a regular at this point why don't you go first hey I, will, I almost <laughs> have the regular status you know it's, it's like Cooper is one of those uh, video game franchises that I I, I still think that it's kind of underrated, but it's still well-known at the same time. It's still definitely the lesser-known of the big tree of the PS2 era. Um, but it still has so much charm. And, um, you know, the game still holds up pretty well. Uh, there are some sections, like we um, mentioned in the whole podcast, uh, the inverted controls in the turret section, the racing... The two boss battles that I could not stand for the life of me, Mugshot and Ms. Ruby. Um, but overall, I, 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 it's still a pretty good game in a, fa- in a franchise that continues to evolve and become even better. So as its foundation, it, it starts off really, really strong and really, really well. And <laughs> I obviously I obviously have it on my shelf. So, yeah, it's a shelf for me. Okay, how about you, Stu? Uh, yeah, same for me. It's gone on my shelf. I love this game so much. I I played it so much as a kid. I spent so much time like trying to find every single bottle and open all the vaults and get every coin and like find every little nook and cranny of every map. Um, I love the music. I love I love that like like Emmanuel said, this game was kind of underrated for a time. It didn't sell quite as well as other PlayStation games for uh for a number of reasons that just kind of were out of its control and. So it kind of always had like a bit of like a lag behind the other big platformers. But in my mind, I think it's one of my favorites. It might be my favorite of all like the PlayStation 2 platforming games. It and my, it, uh, it was never like afraid to kind of do a bunch of really different things with this gameplay and take some risks, like throw in like flying sections or a bunch of vehicle sections. that are all pretty different, have rhythm sections in the games and just the the world that it's in. I love the the oceans type world of like we have a plan. Here's how, like here's what we need to do. Here's how we need to accomplish it. Everyone go. You know your roles. So I really enjoyed that. So it's absolutely going on my shelf for just just like everything about it comes together for me. So okay. Perfect. Uh, how about you, Nick? Oh man. So <laughs> when I was playing this game and I play it at my computer desk and right next to my PlayStation Three there is a the uh, SNES Mini and I was thinking about this game would be perfect for like a PlayStation 2 mini. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to oh, have yeah. this uh, well, always like preserved. It was on the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It would be cool to just like 
always have this game and like the first couple like big platformers for the PlayStation 2 just in a tiny little box because like a rainy day like I would love to play this just like pop it in since it's so short just always have it in like a tiny little uh, box but it's totally going on my digital shelf uh, <laughs> downloaded on my PlayStation 3 but um, it's just such a wonderful game and it really has uh, inspired me to play the other uh, three games in the series because uh, I want to see how those progress because everybody here has a little bit more nostalgia for the series than I do. Um, whereas Ratchet and Clank and Jack, those games resonated with me more than the second uh, Sly game did. So it's going to be really cool going back 20 years later, seeing how these games do hold up. Yeah, I, so, yeah, I think so, I, I predict they will for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm very excited to to see what you and, and Mike would have to say about uh, <laughs> about the second one, which is, like I said, my favorite. It's going to be on the show, I'm pretty sure, at this point. <laughs> so, I, I, think I, I think that you would have a mutiny between Stu and me if you didn't. So Yeah, the thing is, now like now that Emmanuel brought it up, we absolutely have to have like the same exact crew talking about the other two games. <laughs> yeah. 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 Be back in a yeah, year, what happened? <laughs> it'll be closer. It'll be closer to that, because we're already kind of booked until September at the moment for what we got planned. Uh, we have a whole like October list as well. I think we just haven't gone over that's, it yet. Yeah, that's gonna be all horror, but yeah, so this yeah. will fit in there. But oh, you'll get in there somewhere. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go last. Um, I'm putting this on the shelf. I was not sure how I was gonna feel about this game because I'm not big into platforms, but I had a blast playing this. Like it, it I didn't want to stop. I just even with everything you know being kind of crazy in today's world, I haven't really been in the gaming mood. I had fun playing. Like it, it felt like a nice escape from reality just to play a fun game. It wasn't. Yeah, you know, I mean, I had safety, so it wasn't as challenging as it could have been. But it, it was really good. Like it, it was nice to finally be able to cross this off my backlog and finally add this game to my completed list. Like I'm so happy that we picked this and I got to play it, and I can't wait to play two someday, probably sooner than later. So going on the shelf, and oh yeah, all four shelves. It looks like then. Yay! A clean sweep. Yeah, it's a it's a totally great game. <laughs> it's just it's charming. It's fun. It's oh. Oh, and before short. we get to plugs, we should introduce what we're playing next week. Or I'll introduce because it was actually my pick. It wasn't my pick because I really wanted to play it. It was my pick. I'm, we're going to be playing Heavy Rain next week. It's our own. It's on the show because one I'm of so our. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, but uh, one of our previous guests, Helena, who's been on the show a couple times, she's friends with somebody who works at Quanta Dream, who worked on this game. So we're gonna have a develop. We're gonna have a developer with us for Heavy Rain to kind of answer questions and talk with us. Look at it's, it's great because we'll have like the extreme uh we'll have the extremes of uh experience with it where like we'll have a developer who worked on it and then we'll have me and this week will be the first time i've ever played it <laughs> i played it once before like god like maybe seven eight years ago and i don't remember that much i realized but i know who the killer is already and the game is a very interesting take when you know exactly what happened you're like oh i've seen like game. clips of it but yeah I also <laughs> you don't know who, know who the killer, the killer is. is don't spoil it my um, my main knowledge of the game and this is not a joke. My main knowledge of the game is that at some point you walk around and you yell Jason really funny. Yes. Yes. Right the early game. That's all that I know is, is you go, Jason, Jason. Jason. Have you played it, Emmanuel, that... before? Uh, I've tried playing it. I, I don't know. I did not like it. Um, okay. You should I, play I do, it. I, I do like uh, Detroit Become Human. 
that that oh. one i i have the platinum to that one but of course you do. uh it's it's just that the sci-fi aspect of that one is much more appealing to me as a sci-fi guy than than heavy rain it's a fucked up I, story oh i know I, i've seen like playthroughs and, and all that i also know who the killer is and all that stuff um it's just I have no interest in actually playing the game myself, you know, uh, again, like oh. more than more more than half an hour or an hour of what I played, you know. Uh, <laughs> but okay. yeah. And then we should go to plugs. Um, I know, Emmanuel, do you, have, you want to plug your YouTube channel? YouTube.com slash Commander Lionheart and Twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart. That's where you can find me. Uh, we still need to get to 100 followers so we're on twitch so that i can play resident evil for the first time Ooh. and if i get to 150 i'll play bloodborne maybe if i get to 200 i'll uh, uh how do you say please a couple <laughs> of the people that watch my streams uh, specifically surge surge ability and bernard and john and all those people that keep saying oh play martian gothic Oh, I, will, oh. I will consider doing a first strike, which is no. basically my equivalent of replay. Just playing the beginning of the game. I am not going to play the entire thing. Yeah, so, that's a that's a rough game to play. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried recently, playing that game. Which game? Martian, uh, you broke Martian Gothic. Um, Martian Gothic. Okay. Yeah, that's a rough game. I've played a little of that game, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Mike. I will never put that on my list for this podcast. <laughs> Good. That bad, huh? It's a, it's uh, rough. It is rough. <laughs> what, what I will recommend, because I did a live stream yesterday, uh, a First Strike live stream yesterday, and it was Raw Danger. That one, oh, I uh, that. which I actually did because Mike, a couple months ago when the earthquake started, Mike told me, well, wouldn't it be nice if you played that one just because of the earthquakes and whatnot? <laughs> and I did. I, I finally did, but because uh, Disaster Report 4 is coming out next week. So I, I played that one. It's... It's interesting. Um, <laughs> it, it, that, that's all I'm going to say. It's interesting. <laughs> I, I, it's so charming compared to Martian Gothic, especially because I think Ga Martian Gothic is just like, I think it was just disgusting. <laughs> all right. Uh, Nick, did you have anything you want to plug? Oh, no, I'm very boring. Uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I wasn't sure and I forgot to ask before we started recording, so I wanted to double check. I am not a celebrity. I uh, live a very meager life. Um, we're trying to be this episode of the games my mom found podcast um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right i want to give a quick shout out to our awesome intro and outro courtesy of bobby aka mike stoney from his ep bite the bullet song of the cool kids squad you will see a link to his youtube channel in the show notes you also see a link to emmanuel's youtube channel in the show notes as long as he sends it to me before this gets published tomorrow um so, uh, doing that right now uh, that about wraps up i think everything we should say for this one other than it'll be fun editing this because it's in pieces right now uh, yeah, we're all together. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mike. Rest in peace. I got a day to do it. I'm just trying to think anything else I want to say real quick before we before we head out. Nope, I think that's everything. All right, we will see you guys next week. Um, there are also comic episodes for you to listen to, movie episodes. I Hulk should be published in a little bit. I mean, I'll publish them later this month. I'll have the Hulk, uh, the second oh, of my MCU boy. movies up, so you guys can listen to that. Um, we just did Aquaman: The Trenches up. It's a good Aquaman comic. You should definitely listen to that episode. So please download our episode. We appreciate anyone who takes the time out to listen to any of our episodes. We, I love to see that number tick up. 
Um, we actually are. I didn't remember what I wanted to say. We recently <laughs> just hit 20,000 downloads all time. Woo! So yeah. Yeah. not bad for, yeah. for when we it. started this, we were three nobodies with no with no downloads. And like the first, we had 60 in the first month. Now we're <laughs> now still we're three nobodies, nobodies with 20,000 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, people are listening to us. So, you know, there are people who get, I mean, we, our numbers are down right now because people aren't working because it's the end of the world as we know it. But uh, I know once everything picks back up and life is back to normal, I'm, I'm excited to see where we go. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see life go back to normal. Like I, <laughs> One thing I got to say, I realized, like, I cannot wait just to have a nice, busy day at work and everything. Just I just can't wait for that. Dude, oh, I, I didn't. <laughs> I am completely the opposite, Mike. I can't wait to to take, like, one week vacation from work. I, yeah. I cannot. Yeah, me and, uh, me and Stefan have basically just not gotten our vacations, so <laughs> we just, it turns out we just got to skip them this year, so I'm super excited for this to be over so I can just take, like, a week off, maybe a month off, maybe a fucking year off. <laughs> oh, I, 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 this is my 10th day off from work, and I am going absolutely batshit insane. Uh, I've I've broken two guitar strings and I can't oh, go to my my uh, local music shop to buy any because they're closed. And, and you start like, going oh. crazy, like pulling hairs out and like tying them together. Like that sounds kind of like <laughs> Tom a Tom and Jerry. That's yeah. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> it's like oh, I might actually play Heavy Rain. What's going through my mind right now? You should. It's terrible. You should play it. You should play it uh, along with should. the show. Listen to the show next week. Download it. Should, uh, Just def- definitely download it. Just take like um take one of those like tissue boxes and like uh like the paper towel roll if you can find a paper towel roll at this point um and do like the the rubber band guitar <laughs> just like stretch them different lengths and you can tune them uh, but this is a, a really cool like game to just be reawakened to or rediscover and these shorter bite-sized experiences um because i wonder like how much this game cost when it came out it was like maybe uh, like 30 40 bucks i think mm-hmm. it was i think, I think it was the full was 60. 60 yeah i think it was the full 60 was i'm trying to remember if it was a full 60 or if it was 50 uh was back 50. in the old days it was still yeah, 50. It was still 50. Okay, 360 yeah. went yeah. up to 60. yeah mm-hmm. that was um yeah it was interesting it's such a good game to just like sit down and and just like play throughout the day i'm 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 definitely I was like trying to figure out what I could play when I'm not working for the next couple of months. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll try like Mass Effect again. I started playing the first and I was like, ah, I don't know. And then I was like, I played like I, I started playing Stalker and I beat Call of Pripyat in like a day and a half. And I was like, well, shit, now I've got nothing to do with that. <laughs> and so I think I might end up going back and playing uh, all three of these games right now. Yeah, just... I think that's on my next list. Um, I'm playing a couple of the games right now, but I'm going to venture back into the sly universe and um oh, i'm just so excited it's so I've much been fun slowly playing xenogears very slowly because it <laughs> it will never be on the show unless i just talk about it by myself for three hours which might happen oh i'll talk to you about xenogears <laughs> okay because i know there's i might do a bonus thing just because if i beat it i want to talk about it and there's no way Stu and stefan are going to finish that game so <laughs> well yeah. in in two weeks after after heavy rain the episode after that is like a, one of our test episodes to see uh it's like a non-gaming related it's a non-video game specific thing it's still gaming related video and game that, commercials it's yeah it's gonna be we're gonna talk about video game oh. commercials which oh. oh i'm super happy about and if people listen to that episode then it'll but like most importantly, it'll give us a week off for us to yeah. be able to play longer games. So 
because but Geno Gears will never, never be on the show normally because it is a sixty-five, eighty-hour RPG that makes not a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's very difficult. It, so. That's you've seen I, me play. Uh, you've seen how I play games, Mike. It's just like I'll, I'll burn through a ridiculously long game in like a day. <laughs> oh, and then we do have shirts coming. I should mention yes. that Stu is nice. working on it. I'm going to so be working on it later today as soon as we're done with this uh, yeah, recording. That's why I brought it up, too. <laughs> All right. We're going to be done with this episode now. All right. Thank everyone for listening. Wow. This is going to be over two hours. OK. We yeah. will see you next week with heavy rain. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. 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 Stay inside. Bye.